listeners, and welcome to episode 347 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for October 16, 2021. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Nixon, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? And it's going. It's been a long two weeks we had. Um, we had a break last week. <laughs> We've been on our respective vacations. Um, how was your vacation? It was all right. It was a lot of driving. But the wedding was nice, and it was a good time. Oh, he was going to a wedding? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I was going that's to my nice. cousin's wedding. Oh, that's nice. Um, And, yeah, it was a lot of drive for us, too, because I went to a conference in Louisville, mm-hmm. and we drove there. It was uh, nine hours. Ooh, yeah, you had a longer drive so than me, so <laughs> I'll shut my mouth. Driving, uh, I mean, split between my dad and me, mm-hmm. you know, I think I did. Only drove for like two or three hours of it, but gotcha. um, but going through West Virginia, man, <laughs> man, that is a mounty area. I can tell you, that was going we going up and down hills. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like good God, and then just seeing a whole lot of nothing. Now we went when we went down there; it was during the day, so I get to see everything. But I just see like man, all this land. Then I see like one house. I say, God, God, man, they, <laughs> I bet this is murder people in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely what i would just, do if i had that much land yeah it's like i said i bet they just find like hikers or something and just just kill them oh uh, but um i was like oh so those are hill people that's where the hills have eyes and stuff like that that's where they all around here oh and then coming back home it was night and like it was just like a fog just came out of nowhere oh, wow. and, and like like see i already and, don't man, like driving at night so that plus fog uh <laughs> And I just want to know, I just wish I knew what the elevation was we were at. I wish it was like the car could tell it. Maybe it can. Yeah. Um, we had a rental car, but I just wish it like tell us, like, how high are we um, now? Because, I mean, it was just crazy. But we we went to Louisville. I didn't realize, because I never, you know what? I honestly never looked at where Louisville is on the map. Mm-hmm. Like, where is it in Kentucky? I didn't realize it was that close to Indiana, because that's where we stayed at. And the hotel was in Indiana, actually. Oh, wow. It was like okay. a bridge that crosses Basically separates the two. Mm-hmm. It was like, actually, it's like two bridges. I think one is a toll bridge, though. So, yeah, because I was like, oh, and again, it's just right here. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice being there, you know, and no, everybody's just not wearing masks, you know, mm-hmm. red state stuff. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's talk about freedom. You know, freedom right here, baby. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. But other than that, um, yeah, it was it was a cool week. Um, uh, but we got a lot to talk about, man. A lot of things, a lot of shit happened. So let's go right down to sports. Let's okay. go right to it because we got a lot to go through. So here we go. Football, uh, big news came out. John Gruden, the coach of the Raiders, is gone. Yeah, he has resigned. Uh, which is more of like, hey. Almost like a forced resignation. Yeah, we need you to say. leave. Because of some emails he put out years ago. Well, first, you found out about one email, which he said uh, a racial sort of comment about a of the Players Association's president. Um, and he... Mentioning something along the lines of having Michelin lips, Michelin tire lips. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Now he spent it in a way that he said that, well, I call people who speak on both sides of their mouths who are liars rubber lips. Uh-huh. And but thing is, he said Michelin tire lips. So I'm like, hmm. So he sponsored. I ain't never heard website. I never heard the term rubber lips for liars either, yeah. but I was like, that's some bullshit. Um see like they twist played- it into like it's their their mouths are moving like a tire constantly, like they talk a lot, maybe. But yeah, uh, I'm not gonna come up with a better excuse. Figure it out. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to like <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but everything not what I meant. seemed. I wouldn't call it fine, but everything just went 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 along. Mm-hmm. Um, they played the football game, but they looked bad. I mean, they lost. Don't know if they lost because of the incident. Like, are players like, whoa, what, what the hell's going on? Like, maybe they weren't feeling it. We don't know. I mean, because ain't like the. I mean. It's football. I mean, shit can happen. The team can get beat up. And, like, Raiders, they haven't looked that great their last game before that. So, yeah, it wasn't, like, it was be, be too unheard of. And, like, if this ever happened and they lost, it wouldn't be too unheard of that they lost this game. But it really speaks volumes when, you know, after something like this happens, you're going to question shit like mm. that. But what happened is that they did more investigation and found other emails. Mm, boy. Where he said misogynistic and homophobic slurs and speaking to a uh, former player, Michael Sam, I believe his name was, who was gay. Okay. And he said an email to Bruce Allen, who was a former Redskins president. Right. Saying that they shouldn't force Jeff Fisher to hire that queer. Jeff Fisher is the coach of the Rams who did pick up Michael Sam's in the draft. And they said, um, talking about Roger Goodell, he called him a name, Roger Goodell a name too, I forget. Mm. But I don't care about Dex, I don't like Roger Goodell anyway, so <laughs> fuck him. Um, but he said he shouldn't hire that queer. He shouldn't be forced to hire that queer. And I think Bruce Allen said some, something along the line like he agreed. Mm. Um, and these emails go to multiple people. I mean, the big big name I always kept hearing is, is Bruce Allen's name. Right. Which I'm just hoping it ties back to my owner of the team, so... <laughs> He can get rid of, but I don't know. He beat he beat the first time, yeah. bastard. So I'm like, come on, man. I found some. Now people are asking for other emails because a lot of these emails came up while they were investigating the Redskins right. when they had that scandal with the um, cheerleaders. Yeah, that's why I sent it to you. I was like, <laughs> man, they got him, but they didn't get Dan Snyder still. Exactly, and I'm like, people are like, hey, we want to see these emails. <clears throat> so hopefully, Dan's can come out, come around to get rid of this owner. <laughs> And like, see, people, <laughs> a lot of my fans don't want it for the good reason. Like, oh, he's a horrible person. <laughs> they just want it because he's a horrible owner of the team, really. So yeah. it just works out that way. <laughs> That's the only reason why I kicked them out. So it's, don't don't think it's like, oh, yeah, they're actually for like women's rights. No, <laughs> he's a horrible owner. Our team sucked for years. Yeah. Get them the fuck out of here. Whatever That's the it reason. Takes. I mean, but. It is the right reason, though. I want him out. I mean, th- that is the right reason. He should he should leave. Like, I, I, that's why. I, I mean, I want him for both reasons. Like, you know, like he could have been a great owner. Let's say the team's been great and this comes out. I'll still want him gone. Yeah. Because I was like, that's fucked up. I don't want to be associated with that shit. Mm. No. Get the hell out of here. Other emails came out, I think, later on this week. Like, Bruce Allen with John Gruden. Well, no. This is not with John Gruden. This is like Bruce Allen, the president, as... They found some other emails of somebody trying to pay off the cheerleaders, mm. I think, earlier this year. 
So it wasn't, I don't think it was even Bruce Allen because Bruce Allen wasn't even working there. But I think they found some investigation, like some emails that the Redskins were trying to pay off some of the women to not uh, say anything, uh-huh. basically. But and then it sounded like a settlement kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They could have spent it, but they could have spent it to be that, but they didn't. And thing is, I'm like, like a guy said, why would you even do that? You only do that if you know you can pay them off. Right. Because it's going to be damning if the people, somebody find out about it. Yeah. And plus, because they said that they try to pay them off and the woman said that wasn't enough. You say, well, you better, ha- you should have made it enough because <laughs> why would you want to you be You don't out? get a second chance so, on that. Yeah, I'm like, so you just said, oh, but, well, I ain't paid off. Maybe have Fuck those it. discussions first and then... And then you can write that up in an email. It, it is basically a, a shitstorm with the stuff. Like this team is, it's supposed to get better. I mean, I think it's getting better. We got a better coach. Um, like the culture is definitely better when when Bruce Allen was there. When, when Bruce Allen said the culture is pretty damn good. Now you hear all this shit. Like you, you son of a bitch. You told me the culture is great. Y'all up here harassing cheerleaders. You got fine for no, him. They put, I think they sent pictures of topless photos or something to cheerleaders. Yeah, which I, I saw don't know mention how, of that. How did this happen, though? Like, how were there topless photos? Like, the cheerleaders actually posed for these? Right, yeah. Or what? That That's what I don't get. I don't get, it's like, where they yeah, told, Cam like, hey, take some topless photos, photos, and they were okay with it? Because it's just, it's just weird. It's just, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. All right. So that's that's that with the um, Washington team. So John Gruden is gone. They have an interim coach. Um, I think he was a special teams coach. Is taking over okay. as the head coach there. Uh, we'll see how that goes for the Raiders. So other than that, I mean, there's only one undefeated team: Arizona Cardinals in the NFL. Tom Brady's kicking ass. He threw like five touchdowns last game. So I hate yeah. I hate the Falcons and I hate the Miami Dolphins because they're making this guy look like he's the best quarterback ever at 40 something years old like he's better than what he was ever yeah in his younger years that's the thing i was like y'all some i hate y'all i hate y'all oh actually um tom brady he did play thursday against the eagles they won uh it was now you may see the score as a close game but i think it was really over before that and i think nfl just fixes these games to look closer yeah they were blowing them out of the water initially and then it started to seem like they were creeping back just to keep it interesting and yeah exactly i mean because the ravens game ravens were losing against the damn Colts, who are they're they're horrible (laughs) i think a lot of these primetime games man like they i don't think only one of them was like a blowout so far yeah but they've been close and i'm like hmm i don't know but then gotta keep eyes on the product dominic (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't know how you get the players on board with it, but maybe you just refs make calls. You know, I, I don't know. It just, to me, it's kind of suspicious. I mean, it's fun. It's like, eh, it just came interesting. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, hey, man, why are all these primetime games good? Well, what's going on here? <laughs> so the Ravens are still only lost one game. So they almost lost to another bad team, just like the Lions did, like to the Lions. Yeah. But they made it through. Watching team is pretty bad. Um, we, but it's not looking good and I am going to the game this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. It's some other bad Washington news. Uh, I have to say, okay. So this game this weekend, we're playing against Kansas city. So we should get beat up. Uh-huh. 
But you never know with the NFL. They might say, hey, let's keep it a little interesting. <laughs> and then you can blow them out near the end. Uh, but uh, but I don't know. I hope if we're going to lose, I hope it's like we lose in spectacular fashion. <laughs> like, like either it was a close game and we lose or we got blown the fuck out and they broke records against us. Because I'm going to this game, so I want to be part of something, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. I want to be a part of something, damn it. So either we, either we got to win, or we got to get blown the fuck out. Or it could be a great game, like like a close game, and we lose. But if we gonna, I kind of wanted to blow the fuck out, um, just to say, like, <laughs> yeah, I saw Kansas City score 77, 77 points on us. They scored 11 touchdowns on our asses. Uh, <laughs> but but then gets to this game... Is going to honor Sean Taylor, former Redskin safety mm-hmm. on our team who was killed in a home invasion years ago. Yeah. And his, they can only play, I forgot how many seasons he only played. He played for a short line of time, very young. Thing is, they didn't announce this until, well, today's Saturday, maybe three days ago. Oh, weird. Three days ago, they announced this. They announced it this week. So they didn't give nobody any kind of time. Yeah. You know, this is happening. Uh, even though they said, oh, the family knows, but it's like, but <laughs> the fans didn't know. So people, usually people, they make this, excuse me, they usually make this stuff ahead of time. Like in the summertime, they say, hey, on this date, we're honoring this person. Right. So people can be like, oh, I want to go to this game. Yeah. Sean Taylor, people love this guy. Right. People would love to go to this game. Some people probably sold their tickets. Like I know a guy who did sold his tickets. Oh, this is before wow. the Sean Taylor thing. He said, "I'm not going to Kansas City game because mm-hmm. I ain't. This, I'm not watching this horrible team. I sold <laughs> yeah. them." And now he's probably like, "Holy fucking shit! They're doing a Sean Taylor <laughs> appreciation thing, and now I can't go because I sold my damn tickets." Or people who just didn't buy a ticket for this game, and they're like, "Oh, they, they're going to um, not just honor him, they're, but they're going to retire his jersey." Oh wow! Okay. There. So it's like. They can't even see this. Like, first, people thought it was just going to be an honoree thing. Mm-hmm. Then they said they're going to tie the jersey. What? They're going to tie the jersey. And some people think they're only doing this because of the news that's come out mm. of the Redskins to distract people from that. Uh, that definitely like, helps. That is. <laughs> it's distracting, all right. Yeah, distracting because people are pissed off because y'all putting this, this so <laughs> late. Yeah. It's like, this is sad, man. And then I'm thinking, like, man. I'm 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 lucky that I get to go to this game. Like I haven't gone to a Washington game since, since Tiki Barber was the running back for the Giants. <laughs> it was his last year because I went to that New York Giants game. Yeah, and that was his last game. It was the last game for him for the season because um, yeah, he ended up retiring after that year. That was the last game I went to. I forgot what year that was. My friend was still in college. So it had to be the early 2000s, mm-hmm. like the mid 2000s. So, so I haven't been since then. And I don't like, I'm just lucky, I guess. Say, oh, they're going to do Chantel thing. I was kind of happy. But then I thought, I thought like they might have said this, said this before and I just didn't know about it. But then I saw people complaining. And I was like, oh, they just announced this. That's crazy. So actually, I probably should never have gotten tickets to this game. <laughs> they would have probably been sold out. Oh, I couldn't afford them. Yeah. Like, I probably should not have been able to get to this game. Because my sister got some nice tickets. Um, she got us to be in the end zone, one of the oh, end zones cool. area. 
So, yeah, so hopefully you can see him on TV. Hopefully one of the Chiefs guys throw a football to me after they score a touchdown because <laughs> it's going to be most likely them. <laughs> and then, and, and, and um, I was like, yeah, I got a football like a kid. Like a kid said, oh, I got a ball. <laughs> and and uh, somebody said, you got to throw it back, man. It's a Chiefs. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> they they were hey we were Indians too we were they, uh, we used to be Indian team too yeah. we were we were sister in arms <laughs> um, <laughs> but but anyway yeah it, that's pretty bad that's pretty bad I mean it's like hey I'm happy to be there but down down like oh man this is probably just all planned just to distract people so it, it always got a yucky taste in my mouth but I don't, I'm gonna be happy for the family for Chantel's family who's gonna be there so yeah. you know. Good for that. Well, lucky me. And they the first 10,000 people, which, like somebody said, they shouldn't be the first 10,000 people. It should be everybody will get like a towel, a special towel. Um, and like the guy said, it should be just everybody. Yeah. You should just make enough. Well, for, Dominic, oh, when we more. announced it three days ago, we could only produce 10,000 towels. Exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> just, that's the thing. It's like, when did you make these? When did you make these towels? Because I'm like, you should just make more than enough, really. It's like, darn. And watch, most of those, just think about it. Most of those people probably get it because I just imagine there's going to be a lot of Chiefs fans. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of Chiefs fans who just get that shit. They're going to probably sell on the internet. Oh, yeah, I got to see how much these things sell because mm. I might sell on the internet. <laughs> shit. I need some money. I mean, as much as, as a fan, I should be one to keep this, but you know what? I, he's in my heart. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and somebody can physically have the towel. <laughs> It'll be my sweat up there probably, but um, <laughs> you, gotta, you can wash it. Take it, take it to the dry cleaner so it could be you don't mess it up. There much. you go, professional. You don't mess it up. Yeah. All right, all right. So, baseball. We are in the championship series for both teams. I mean, both. I mean, both leagues. I should say. So we got the American League championship. We got the Houston Trash Trolls, as people mm. like to call them, and the Red Sox. So basically. If you're a Yankees fan, you are just like, fuck this shit. I hope they all just somehow something happens to them where they can't play in the championship. It's the real series. Both teams can't play because you just hate both those teams because the Astros, one, beat y'all the year that cheated, and the Red Sox are your enemy. So it's like, damn, fuck them. While me, I hate both. I mean, I sort of, I hate the Red Sox. I mean, I don't really hate them, but they're, you know, they're kind of a rival team. I'm not that really big on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, the Astros down last year, I hated them because I like I found a cheater. So I was like, we're going to get some. So they lost. I mean, even they got to the playoffs still, but they lost. But now it's, now I'm kind of rooting for them because they got Dusty Baker, who used to be the manager of the Nationals, who I think got, didn't get a fair shake with the manager, with the Nationals. Yeah. So, and I'm going to be honest, he's black. He's a black manager. <laughs> so I'm kind of rooting for him to, to, to win. Yeah. And so that's, that's why I'm with the Astros. So I'm like, okay, I want Dusty to get a ring because people always talk about how he's not that great and everything. I was like, eh, yeah, get a ring, Dusty, and you're black. So I can say, yeah, 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 black guy got a ring. All right. That's going to be the first black guy, though. I I think there was a black manager who won. But you know what? Honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know on top of my head. Anyway, on the National League, you got the Dodgers versus the Atlanta Braves. So I'm rooting for Atlanta, too. Because I've always been rooting for Atlanta. I like that team. Dodgers, I won them to lose against the Giants. It was a good series. That was the two best teams in the league. Unfortunately, the Giants, they lost 2-1. to one. Great pitching match between those teams. 
but somebody had to lose. I mean, that's really that should have been the championship. That should have been the championship, but that's just how the things roll with the format. But it was a great series. It went to Game Five, which everybody thought it was. So um, baseball definitely made out on that. So I think what's going to happen is going to be the Astros versus the Dodgers. I want it to be the Astros versus the Braves, really. Um, I want to say the Astros won last night. I didn't finish watching it. Um, I spelled Astros wrong because I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah they won. They won last night. <laughs> they, yeah. And they looked, um, they looked good because, like, actually Boston had the lead, but Astros came back on them. And, I mean, that guy, Atuve, man, is awesome. He's an awesome dude. I mean, he's always clutch. He's like the smallest dude in the field. He's like my height or shorter. Um, so I, I have a, I feel like I have a kinship with him. It's like, yes, he does five, six people. It showed we can play baseball. We can still play sports. <laughs> but he's not like a clutch home run to tie the game up. So yeah, it, I mean, good. I mean, I hope it's a good series. I hope it's a good series and a good series by that. I mean, I hope the Astros win in four games. And that's it. So we don't have, I don't have to worry about them losing. All right. So what else that happened? Uh, basketball got preseason shit happening. Oh yeah, Kyrie Irving is not going to be playing basketball until he is vaccinated or until the COVID um, thing is lifted in New York City, the mandate. So yeah, we got that going on. That's the big news with that. Uh, I how I feel about it is that. I kind of wish he didn't have to not play basketball. Uh, I mean, I kind of want him to play. I want him to play. I mean, I, I wish there wasn't like a mandate. Cause I don't really care. Uh, personally, that's just me. Uh, but I understand why people who do care or people who feel the way of that, they shouldn't be forced to take the vaccine. Um, I just don't like his reasoning afterwards. I mean, no, I mean, I like his reasoning for doing it, but I feel like he said it too late. He, he said like, he's trying to be a voice for the voiceless. Hmm. That he's trying to speak for people who don't want to take the vaccine and have lost their jobs for it. And he's trying to, yeah, basically. But but they guess he didn't say that before. He's taking up the calls after the fact. Uh, he, yeah, he says that, well, yeah, well, he's trying to say, he did, I mean, that's what it comes to me. It looks like to me yeah. that he is. Because I didn't, I didn't hear him say that before when he said he wasn't going to take the vaccine. I only heard him after they let him go. Well, well they technically didn't let him go. He's still getting paid. He's still getting paid. So uh, only for away games. He's not gonna pay for the home games because he will miss them. So I'm like, I I don't know, man. I can't. It's kind of hard for me to really be on your side on this because why didn't you say that from the beginning? Then I'll be, I'll have like, okay, hey, man, this man's fighting for something. Okay, good for him. Uh, yeah. So I I don't know about that. And then also the players who did take the vaccine, the people who um they were gonna hold out, but they ended up taking it. Uh, there was two other players too. And well, actually, one other player had to take it. I don't know if the other player did. I know Bradley Beal didn't, mm-hmm. and because, but thank guess there's no mandate in the DC area. While in San Francisco, Wiggins had to take it to play, so he did. He said, "I felt like I was forced. I was forced to take it." But thank guess you technically you weren't. You weren't forced. Yeah, you could have did what Kyrie did. You could have said, "You know what? I'm not going to do it. I don't believe in this." Chose to do it. Now, I mean, right or wrong, I know people say, well, that's his job. He had to do it. Uh, 
at some point you gotta choose what you want to fight for, right? I mean, if you really be- if you believe really strongly, I'm not saying you don't. I mean, you still like believe it, but I know people are gonna say like sacrifice it. But I was like, I don't know how much money this man made. I don't know how much money this man's made or how much he spent. I mean, he don't have a big contract like Kyrie does, mm-hmm. but he still got paid a lot more than I get paid or you get paid. I feel like yeah. it's not making chunk I change. can survive without a job for a little bit. No, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I just wouldn't say, "Hey, you were forced." I said, "You weren't. You weren't forced." Uh, but okay, whatever. Yeah, it's just it's messy. I I just hate this shit. I hate the hate the discussion about if you should or shouldn't. Um, like people are just trying to justify on both sides of why this should like the vaccine. You should take the vaccine or don't take the vaccine. I definitely don't want to hear no shit about Kyrie being like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I do not want to hear no shit like that. Cause that's some bullshit. Like feel what you feel, man. But he ain't not, he is not like no Muhammad Ali. Fuck that. Like you lost me on that one. You lose me. All right. So you got anything, man, any wrestling news, anything big happened? Nah, nothing worth talking about this week. Oh, okay. Oh, for the last two weeks, it wasn't on Tumbop. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't recall when some stuff happened, but I haven't watched in a in a couple of weeks. So I've just been keeping oh, okay. keeping an eye on like Reddit and stuff. Okay, cool. Um, uh, I'm, I'm assuming none of both of us didn't watch the the boxing match, but um, I didn't know there was a boxing man, match. Who was that? Yeah, there's a um, it was Fury versus uh, Wilder. Wilder and the man with the mad. With the dad bod one, yes, man with the dad bod beat the guy who looked like he was ex WWE professional wrestler Tyson Fury. <laughs> like he fucking cut his shit, but <laughs> it's like man, guy, it's like how the hell you let that man beat you? Um, but nah, I mean, I heard he, he I think he knocked him out. Yeah, uh, he did. But but um, yeah, I saw people talk about that match, so that's that's cool. All right. So I guess we get to what we've been watching. So I guess I'll start because I watched What If finale, so we can talk about that last. I'm gonna go through this quickly. Goliath is back. I thought I didn't know it was coming back, and I'm happy. Goliath is with um, Billy Bob Thornton mm-hmm. as a lawyer, as a very fucked up lawyer. I mean, he's a great <laughs> lawyer, but he's always he's mentally fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, does he drink? Yes, I think he does drink. That's an Amazon um, exclusive, right? Yes. Okay. And it's back for this final season, so I'm happy. Because I was like, yes, I do like the show. So I'm happy that it's back. Uh, another series I watch is Dope Sick, which is a new series on Hulu. It showed it had the first three episodes up. And I only watched it because like I was going to Hulu and then I saw like Michael Keaton. I was like, okay, let me just check this out. I'm gonna check something out new. I don't know. I ain't know nothing about this shit. I clicked on it. It's about the opioid opioids epidemic okay (laughs) and it starts from the start of it back in 96 when they're first trying to get on the market Mm -hmm. oxycodone and then um michael keaton is a doctor in a mining town so somebody comes to him try to get him to you know prescribe this drug to his patients Mm -hmm. And it, it it goes through different time periods. It goes from the 96 up to the 2000s when they're doing the case against Oxy. And also 
in the middle between that is when they started investigating Oxy. So it goes through a few time periods. So you got to follow it. Um, sometimes they do tell you where they, where you are on the time period. Then okay. eventually you, you'll figure it out because you see how people look and what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because you see one girl, she looks all she's young and um, working and stuff like that. Then you fast forward. She's freaking giving $50 blowjobs and stuff. He said, Oh, well, you know, her life t- takes a turn around mm-hmm. from the oxy. <laughs> so he's like, darn, that's messed up. Uh, I think it was messed up because I don't think those blowjobs were fifty were fifty dollars. I think she was charging too high. Um, but anyway, well, that's how you knew it, it was more recent because they were fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, inflation down. Yeah, yeah, it is inflation. I just remember on uh, what was that dogwood? What's it called? Oh, um, the, the the cowboy one, deadwood. I just remember when the guy was like, "What was it?" Uh. Uh, four. It was like two, two in the front and five in the ass. I was like, "Darn, that is cheap." Good God, just two dollars, just two dollars to get a whore. Yeah, but, then but I got if you adjust like it for inflation, Dominic, that was like ten thousand dollars back in the day or something. I know exactly. That's what to say. <laughs> I think they get paid probably like a a, a two dollars or five dollars a day just to be in those bonds or something. <laughs> so, like digging. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that that's that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's what people would say. Hey, they, they like food be like a nickel or something like that. You get something to eat, it'd be like you only paid a nickel. All right, but anyway, yeah, it's a it's all right show. I watched two episodes of it. Oh, Rosario Rosario Dawson is also in it. Okay, he's an FBI agent. Those are the only two big names I know of. I see people I recognize, but like, yeah, it, yeah. it, it seemed like an all right show. It seemed seemed pretty cool, which is funny because Goliath, this final episode is also about opioids. So, like, what the fuck is going on here? going on here that we're getting shows on opioids and shit like that also about some doom patrol fun episode not much to say there okay and last but not least i watched the Chappelle show um uh, his uh stand up the closer okay and that was awesome i thought it was hilarious it's funny i know there's some controversy out there that people see but i mean hey um i'm just saying if you didn't like his last three or four or whatever he did on Netflix, you're not going to like this one. If you did like those, you will like this. That's all I'm going to say. All right. All Fans right. of the genre, as video game reviews well, always go. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying that for Netflix, because yeah. if you look, the Netflix series is different from what he did before. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, if you like those, okay, you'll you'll like it. All right, so now we get into the what if finale. So before we go into detail, let's just say if you liked it or not, I'm gonna say that it was good. I do have my problems. Go ahead. It definitely yeah, goes some like places. I enjoyed it, and yeah, I think I, I've got my issues with it. They might be similar to yours. They might be completely different. I guess we'll find out. All right, so because I don't remember the show, so I remember the problem problem I had with it, and it's it's only really it's probably multiple problems. But mm-hmm. like I said, I haven't seen the show in two weeks now, so a problem I had with it is that I don't like what they did with Killmonger. I don't like what they did with him. I don't like the idea of him being there forever or whatever, mm-hmm. like trying to get the Finney Stones. 
I did agree with him when he did get the Infinity Stones of saying like using them. I was like, oh, um, what's he, what's he doing wrong? Yeah. Hmm? What's he doing wrong? He's doing absolutely nothing wrong. And that's the thing. But, this episode doesn't really like you're, you're very much having those previous episodes where he's killing people and your general, you know, the, the general feeling from the MCU that Killmonger is supposed to be the villain. You're supposed to carry that into that because really he just goes, we got the stones. Look at what we could do for our communities. And then all of a sudden all the superheroes are like, no, don't do this. It's like, but why? Yeah. He didn't say anything wrong. <laughs> Thing is, yeah, they should have said something like where it's not, it's very somewhat black and white. So yeah. you can make it like, okay, yeah, I'm totally against him. And that's the route they kind of went in Black Panther, like where he, he's like, I'm going to arm everyone and, you know, turn this into yeah, exactly. to a war instead of, you know, trying to build my people up. Because you have to, because if you don't do that, then it's like, he's not a villain then <laughs> exactly. anymore. He's just... It's just a guy with a different idea, but an idea that's not really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's not horrible at all. Uh, and just like this, this they kind of went like, well, it's not that horrible. No, you got to give us a reason why not to do it. Like, what's the reason why to? Because it happened. That's it. Because like, hey, that's the way time went. So you have to just deal with it. It's like, eh, yeah, because it, I mean, it would be weird the that they're just like, hey, we don't want to do that because that's not what happens in our worlds. Because then, like, two minutes later, after everything's over, Peggy's like, I don't want to go back to my world, you know? So it's not like we're trying to keep the consistency of the timelines or anything like that. It's literally just like, he took the Infinity Gems, he must be bad. Yeah, and just like with Black Widow, she's in another world. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, yeah, it's... I wish they did something different with, with Killmonger, like, to make him... Make me so that I'm okay with him being where he is. Because right now I'm not. I'm just, I'm angry. Yeah. It's making me angry. You literally all have this dude angry. trapped eternally fighting a Nazi inside a robot body. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God, come on, man. And things don't I, seem I saw all the memes. I saw the memes say, oh, man, Killmaker would have had, had us like this. They show a picture of like a. A black man whipping a white man picking cotton. Yeah, like uh, there, there were a lot of there were a lot of memes out of that that I saw. Yeah. Oh, your daughter, man. She's yeah. Hold young. on one second. I'm gonna see why she's freaking out so much. I'll be right back. Basically, like I I like the the idea of like this offshoot Doctor Strange being like this weird kind of contemporary to the the Watcher becoming like this overseer of of a multiverse type thing so i could definitely see them going in some sort of direction with him appearing in the mcu um uh, but yeah as far as like just the the ending to it it was cool like all the the ultron battle stuff but yeah, then you get this weird kind of like, oh, of course, Killmonger turned on the group because he's the villain, wink, wink. And then to have him like, at what point do the two of them realize, oh, hey, we're like trapped in our own little universe. We're just going to stop fighting because I'm tired. I don't, I don't know. That's the movie I want to see, Dominic, the Armin Zola Killmonger team up movie where they figure out how to break out of their little imprisonment thing. 
except for the fact that he's he's a Nazi. So let's let's maybe not team Killmonger up with him. <laughs> That's how you get to him being an actual villain, Dominic. <laughs> Killmonger's going full Nazi. All right. Uh, so anything else to say about it? The episode? No, it's like I said, for the most part, there there were good bits. I liked all the action stuff, but it's it, the the series as, as a whole. It definitely feels like there was some missteps. You know, there were some slower episodes that feel like they don't even have any relevance to kind of the overarching story that we came around to. And then there's also stuff like the Gamora and Iron Man stuff that you see in this episode that feels like it was left out. And I, I believe there's talk that like either there was an extra episode that got moved to the second season. Once they announced that maybe that's, I, I don't know what you mean. What's the Gamora and Iron Man. Stuff? So just like having her being in the Thanos armor, it feels like everybody else got like their character episode and where they came from. And then you just introduce this alternate reality, Gamora and Iron Man, who's in like the Hulkbuster suit and without any real context around them. It just feels like there, there, there would have been an episode for them as well. The same way there was for everybody else. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good episode. I mean, it was a good episode. I mean, the overall, I think the overall, Show, I mean, it, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool show. Um, like the whole series. And yeah, I'm curious what they do with the next one. How they, what is it like the universe? I guess they'll probably contain some of these new movies. Maybe, maybe it'll be like one with Iron Fist or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's his name, right? Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's yeah. the other guy. Yeah, that's the next. Oh yeah, hold on. that's the white man. Yeah. Like he whitewashed it, even though he's always what he was always white. Um, all right, so I guess we get into what we've been playing. So, who wants to go first, me or you? Um, I can go first. Okay. Um, so real quick, just played some more Luigi's Mansion. That was like two weeks ago, though. So it's it's been a while since I've gotten back to that. But I am coming around kind of the corner on that one. I think I spoke a little bit last time we recorded about how I was I was feeling a little more positive about it, still having trouble with the control stuff. Um, and I think that'll just be the way it goes until I maybe settle into a rhythm of playing that game a lot more often, and then maybe I'll get more more comfortable with the controls. But... I, I really like the more puzzly aspects and stuff that I've met with later in the game. Cause now I've got like Gooigi and stuff like that. I was very early on when I initially talked about that game. So that's going all right, but I have stepped away from playing that because Metroid dread came out last week. Um, and so far I am extremely pleased with it between the way it runs on the switch in handheld mode and the way it looks, I'm completely satisfied. I haven't seen any kind of slowdown or hitching, um, outside of maybe some of the loading screens when you're going between elevators, the animations aren't necessarily smooth. Like it's basically a still picture of Samus usually. And then there's like lights going across her as she's, you know, transporting from place to place. And sometimes those lights just kind of like seem to hitch up a little bit, but that's just because it is a loading screen and part of the loading process. So I don't, I don't have any problem with that. Um, initially I was a little 
off-put by the fact that I'm playing a 2D action platforming game and did not have the D-pad as a option to use. Uh, it's only stick movement. But I think that is perfectly fine in this game. There are some things that are a little more difficult getting into the morph ball form, which is usually like a double tap but down. Um, it is a little more difficult, but for the most part, you don't find yourself having to to get into that quickly. You, you, you kind of have some time for that. Also, I think one of the shoulder buttons lets you do that if you're standing still. Um, so if you encounter in like a boss fight or something where, you know, you have to dodge by turning into the ball. Um, otherwise Samus moves so fluidly and quickly in a way that I wasn't necessarily expecting. And I'm trying to think back to the Metroid two remake from the, the DS to remember the similarities to this, um, but she really does just feel like everything's smooth between that, the addition of the kind of slide dash move, and also the, um, what else is it about her that just moving feels so good? I guess that's really it. But it, it really is impressive, like how quickly she she moves, but at the same time you have a real sense of control over her. Now, one of the things that did bother me about the movement is if you're forcing me to use the analog stick, then give me analog movement. I can't just walk as Samus. It's always a full on sprint as long as you're tilting that stick at all. Um, and maybe they tested that out and, and came to the conclusion that, you know, in order to make it feel the way it does currently, that's what you have to do. Um, but there are moments where I'm just like walking around the environment and want to kind of soak it in a little more and think it would look cool if I was just, you know, kind of summering along. I think that would, that would be neat. Um, otherwise just gameplay wise, all the controls feel tight, feels good. Jumping feels good. Um, and visually, like I said, it, it's pretty stunning they do a smart thing of their like dark areas and they'll have the lights on Samus's suit light up. So it's always really easy to identify where she is on the screen because they do kind of play with the screen real estate a little bit where they'll zoom out in some areas and Samus will be a little smaller than she previously was on a different screen. Um, not like a super Metroid where she's consistently staying the same size. Um, so far, I think I'm like halfway through the game and I have definitely gotten caught up in some places, kind of lost. I got a new power and then I'm not entirely sure where to go. This is, I was a bit surprised because I thought this was going to go in the direction of Metroid fusion where it was a more kind of linear experience where you had the atom computer basically telling you, Hey, this is kind of the direction you should be going next. Um, but despite him being in there, he doesn't really do that at all. They, they he'll point you in a direction from time to time, but it's not, you know, I've collected the next power. I'm going to go back to the computer. It's going to tell me where to go. It's going to point a point on my map. It doesn't do any of that stuff, but it does like the breath of the wild stuff where 
hey, it gives you a map. It gives you a very good map and it gives you markers that you can put on there yourself. And it also does, if you see a block that you can't necessarily use yet or expose, like, you know, if you shoot a missile at a block that is previously hidden, it'll show you, oh, hey, you need the bombs for this or whatever power, forthcoming power up. When you get that power up, it then identifies those blocks because it'll put question marks there previous because it doesn't want you to know what you're looking for, even though most of the things are pretty familiar power ups. Um, it'll, it'll say, Hey, this is a bomb block. And then you can select that bomb block and then you can press a button and say, highlight all bomb blocks on the map. So now you can go back to your map and look and go, okay, here's a bomb block in this, in this sector. I can go back to that and see if I can, you know, go further that way or, you know, in a different sector. So I think that's very clever. They, they're doing a very good job of not holding your hand, but also giving you really good quality of life things to make it a more accessible experience for people. Um, because I'll, I'll admit, like at first I was like, man, Nintendo was really doing a great job of not directing me, well, directing me in a more subtle way than just telling me where to go, but still funneling me to the place where I need to be in a way that like some of the Axiom Verges or other games of, of this kind of type haven't, and I've gotten caught up a little bit and, and become frustrated with. But then there have definitely been some where I'm like, I just don't know where to go. I'm kind of wandering around this map right now, lost and becoming frustrated, putting it down for a little bit. And that's again, you know, I've talked about it in the past why I like the switch experience so much because I do play most of my games in handheld mode and I can just put it down for a minute, you know, go do something, make dinner or something, and then come back after the kids in bed and pick up where I was in a way that I don't, feel like I can on some consoles or the PC sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm really, I'm really happy with the experience. I was stuck for a while these past couple of night. Well, on Thursday night I was stuck for a while and then I finally kind of found the breakthrough where I needed to go. Now I will say, and it's probably just because I've played a game like super Metroid so often at this point that I, and I still find myself kind of misremembering things, but the mem the, the different areas I'm very familiar with and have kind of committed to memory in a way that these areas, I'm just like, I find myself looking at the map a lot more often. Um, it's kind of like a grand theft auto three to a grand theft auto four. It was very much like, Oh, I'm not, I still can't remember, you know, where this one landmark is in four, whereas three, I could probably kind of draw out an entire map if I needed to. Um, but yeah, I, I just think overall, it, it's a fantastic entry into the Metroid series. The Emmy stuff that I was a little bit concerned about is actually kind of contained into these Emmy areas. So it's not, like a Mr. X type thing or, a um, what is the guy from resident evil three? Nemesis. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's not like that where like the entire game I'm like constantly having to be on the move because I'm worried about this thing catching up to me. It's very much these areas, excuse me, these small area. Well, they're actually relatively big areas once you clear them out, but as you're dealing with the Emmys, it's usually a pretty restricted area and it's more a kind of a puzzly thing where you're just trying to figure out how I'm going to avoid this thing instead of constantly running from it. It, it. If you're running from it, you've probably already made your mistake. And in a lot of cases you're going to pay for it. I've definitely died to them a lot because the timing window on the counter that you can do with them is so tight. Yeah. But they very smartly make it so you start right back outside the Emmy area instead of going back to a save spot like you would in in probably a previous Metroid game. So I think that that was very clever of them to make the increase the accessibility for people and decrease the frustration for even someone like me who is a fan of the genre. Because um, that I if I was encountering the Emmys like that and, and having to go back to a save spot that wasn't necessarily one room over it, it would become very frustrating. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I am on it right now. I, I'm, I'm really positive on it. I think it's a fantastic game so far. I'm excited to continue playing and, uh, yeah, I know you've played a little bit of it. What are, what are your thoughts coming into it so far? Oh yeah. I play very little. Um, I think I I'm still on the stage of the tutorial. Like I got to the save point, um, and I, then I have to run back, and then I, I see the Emmy. Like I think this is probably like the second time you see the Emmy or oh, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, that's just the part where I keep dying that. But mm-hmm. I I didn't play very much of it. But I mean, it looked nice. I played it on the handheld a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it does. Yeah, it, it looks like it runs well. So that's that's great. Um, so I mean, maybe one day I'll get into. It. I have no idea. Like yeah. I mean, it's like I want to, but I, I it's just all other games I want to play more. So mm-hmm. we'll see where I'm at with that game. But I see that there's uh, something going on on Twitter where people are comparing it to like God of War for some reason. I think oh, really? because it got the same score, either Metacritic score is close to God of War or. One of the sites gave it a score as close to God of War. Oh boy! And people are saying like, versus this game, like, why is this sixty dollars? Well, I think it's more oh, like sixty dollars. Oh yeah, I did see that meme where it was like, this is a sixty dollar product versus this is a Nintendo yeah. sixty dollar product or something like that, right? Yeah, but that's Nintendo's problem for everything because they don't bring prices down on none of their games. <laughs> yeah, and and which is, <laughs> I I hate that. <laughs> Because I'm yeah, like, I'm right there with you. Because because now I'm at the point where yo, you're not Apple. Like you can't even say like, oh, our quality is really better. Nah, <laughs> not really. Not, not anymore. Yeah. You, you had an argument for that for uh, a time. And I that's think. not to say that but, their qualities decrease, but it's you know a, a testament to Sony and Microsoft coming with new games and and having such high quality experiences. Yeah, and thing is, I'm like, man, I'm playing some games that are pretty fun. That's only like 15 bucks. Mm. These are indie games, and your game, like the the Zelda game you got in the Metroid game, 
what else we got here? Um, probably some of the Kirby games. Uh, you know, you got these games at 60 bones and you ain't really giving really sales. It ain't like they're coming yeah. down price later on. Exactly. It's like, it's like I, at this point, if Yoshi had dropped to like $20, I probably would have picked it up even if I haven't had a chance to play it yet. But exactly, I'm not going to look at $60 Yoshi up. and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick that up. That's what stopped me from getting Hyrule Warriors. Well, mm-hmm. Sorry, Hyrule Warriors, the um, a definitive edition. Because I'm like, that's $60 for a game that came out on the Wii U. I... And there's a newer one out, the, the Calamity, which, mm. okay, I'll pay the money um, for that because it's a newer one. Right. I don't feel like that's the same price. That should be the same price as <laughs> this definitive the definitive edition. One that you're one. re-releasing, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the same right. And that's why I haven't bought Bayonetta 2 yet. Because mm. I'm like, why is this fifty or sixty dollars? It's like, come on, man! This game is old now. Like it's old just on the Switch. It's even older than it was a Wii U game. I, I don't. Yeah, it's like that's what keeps me from getting these games that I I really I really want because yeah. then I'm thinking like, if I'm gonna pay sixty dollars for a game, there's some newer games that's coming out that I could pay sixty dollars on. While this game is like five years old, I don't feel right paying $60 a game for five years old. When there's a new game that's out, I would pay $60 for it. It's just the mindset of me, mm-hmm. how how we buy things. And I I don't know. I, it's, it's, hard, it's hard for me to change that. It's hard for me to change that. All right. So I guess I get to what, what I've been playing. So... I played some Back for Blood that is out on Xbox Game Pass. It is Very out for cool. everything, really. Mm-hmm. But I've been playing it through streaming. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm playing it, and I, I did download it for the PC, but I said I'll just play it for streaming because it's, hey, everything loads faster. Right. So uh, it's it, it runs fine. It runs fine up there. Okay. And I've been having a good time with it and fun. Um, I'm trying to think what I don't like. Um, I mean, I haven't played the Versus mode. So I can't talk about that. All I've been playing is the campaign stuff. I play with people. Uh, I don't really talk to them. Maybe I played one time with my friend. We had fun playing it. He's way ahead of me because he played a lot more of the game that I did. Hmm. But the, the story is okay. I mean, I still don't like... I mean, some of the, the voices, uh, like the dialogue between the characters are pretty good. But still not Left 4 Dead kind of funny for me. But it's all, it's all right. Some of the the guns, I mean, I know they're purposely supposed to be this way, but it's still a little frustrating. Like some of the guns, like I just cannot aim great um, with them. Maybe like uh, it's just like it seems like it goes everywhere. Maybe it's better if you did mouse and keyboard, but I'm not playing it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it's probably just the way they purposely did that to say like, hey, this gun uh, mobility and accuracy is just pretty bad. So you got to put some attachments to it or things of that nature, which I don't care. Now, some people like the card system. I mean, I can see the benefit of it. I mean, cause it's not what you think. It's not something like you, you buy car packs or something like that, which is good. It's just some added, something that's added to each level to make them more unique. But you got corruption cards, which causes bad things to happen. Maybe they say, Hey, there's more of this um, mutated monster here, or you, um, Limit 
health or something like that. Um, then you got your your own cards, which are benefits that might get activated. Like you have more health or you have more ammo, you have faster um, reload time and things of that nature could be um, done on the level. And, you know, so it makes things very different each playthrough. Just like almost like Left 4 Dead was kind of different each playthrough because of where zombies come out of. Mm-hmm. You don't know when a zombie's going to come in. They the don't AI come to the same place. Yeah, so it it just adds to that because it has the AI um, director plus that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it yeah. I'm um, so far. I mean, I'm ha- having a good time. I'm trying to think of the problems I have. I think some of the enemies are too OP. Like the they call it the tall boy, the one with the big arms. I mean, it's just. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, you have to aim at the arm and you can get it. But like I said, sometimes the aiming is just not great to me. At least the gun, maybe it's just the guns I have that they're just not great. But uh, it's another um, enemy. Um, it's not one I see all the time. It's like this big hawking one. It's not It's not the guy who's kind of like a boomer who's this blob thing. It's another one that's pretty strong. But other than that, I mean, they, the game's fun. I mean, I, I, I like it. I like it. So, I mean, I'm glad I'm playing it through Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And I have to pay for it. I probably would have paid for it. Like, if I this wasn't on Game Pass, I think I would have bought it. Yeah. I would have bought it. All right. So, what else we got here? Um, I play some more Tales of Arise. Um, it's, I've gotten a, two new characters since the last time I talked about this game. And yeah, I'm really enjoying this. This is a cool RPG. This is like the first Tales RPG I really played. So, and this one, I, I, the combat is really interesting. Like most of the time I have it on auto. So mm-hmm. I just make sure people are just healed basically. Um, and just let them go with it. Cause you can set up. So if you ever played Final Fantasy 12, there was the gambit system where you can pretty much set it up so they can play itself. And like people, like if they're um, a certain health, they will heal themselves, you know, or somebody will heal the teammate and things of that nature. It kind of, it's kind of like that with this game, um, except for you can you can also have full control also, which I think yeah, in Final Fantasy Twelve you can have full control. Um, I mean full control as in turn based, but see this ain't really turn based. This is action, and you have um, quick select buttons to do certain powers. So you have to sometimes you want to change it up. You want to put some new powers in your quick select button. Like, um, so you can select them, but if you have an auto, they can use all the moves. So like the pe- the person you're not controlling can use anything, not just the stuff you have selected, like in your, um, quick select. So that's good. Uh, so they can like, sometimes I don't have healing in my quick select. If I'm, if, if I'm controlling somebody, um, but if I switch to somebody else, they will use, they will heal me or something like that. Like that character will use the healing or some other character will use their healing. To heal me. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, but the action is great. I love the combos they use, and there's like combos you can use together. You got something like a limit break, also. Like, yeah, the combat system, it makes me want to fight. Like, I always looking for a fight. <laughs> um, and it's not random battles. The enemies are there on the map, which is the best way, yeah, like I think absolutely. a game could be. Um, and but I, I always enjoy going to fight. And I like now that I got to a point in the game where it's like a chain system so that if you hurry up and find another um, enemy within the time, they got a little time limit. You As you fight more enemies, you, your chain goes up, which just gives you better items or a random 
monster, strong monster might come, and then you beat that, you get some rare items. And like, cause one time I was fighting, and then this big dragon just came out of nowhere, and we had to fight that thing, and it was hard, but um, I got through it. And it was yeah, this game, I, I like it, and the story is all right. The story is all right. The voice acting is pretty good. It's not no annoying voice voices I heard so far, <laughs> uh, but. I'm trying to think anything problems I have with it. Uh, not really. I mean, it's a little weird how they do conversations. It's not really conversations you have in the game. It's like some cutscene might happen, but you press the RB button to see it, and it happens like in these comic book format. Like they're oh, moving, but it's like a it shows like a section almost like a comic book uh-huh. um block like or something. They, they're talking. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's all motion, you know, it's all motion and stuff, but mm. it's that, that's all right. Um, I kind of wish it was more like just regular cutscenes, but I guess this is fine. Oh, but yeah, the game, the game's, um, it's cool. It, it's all right. Uh, what else? Eastward. I played some more of that and it's not really much. What can I say? I mean, it's very much. I guess like a Zelda-ish um, kind of game. Um, I'm trying to think Zelda-ish or Secret of Mana. Is it heavy on of... story? Yes, okay. it is. It's more, yeah, it's more heavy on story than I guess the action, but it's a lot of action. I mean, it's a lot of dungeon crawling, but it's a story there. Like, I think you're in, you're underground and it seems like you don't, people don't want to talk about the outside world, like, I guess they think it's like, it's bad and stuff. You'll die there or something. While this girl who, I don't know how you found her. Like it starts, it starts with you already being her guardian, but apparently you must've found her somewhere and you don't know where she came from. But now she's remembering the out, like the outside and saying like, Hey, there is outside world, but that's like almost sacrilege to talk about. Mm. Not supposed to talk about, um, above where the sky is and shit like that. But then there's a cause there's a place to go that takes you there, and but it's like it's been blend, it's been blocked off. But she snuck out, she snuck there, snuck out there. So I go after her, and I do stop her. Well, I only stop her. I found her, but I was hurt. So she got somebody to help us to come back. But I I think she wants to go in the outside world. So I think something's going to happen where we don't have to go in the outside world and see other stuff. You know, see what's out there. Mm-hmm. And to know why we're um, people to go up there or not, but yeah, uh, it kind of, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like a Super Nintendo game, a Super Nintendo RPG, like mana, like it's more action, it's not turn based, um, and a Zelda ish type of game. Or um, me see, I never played um, what's it called, Mother, Mother, whatever it's called. Um, what's the mm. game of Nintendo? Yeah. Okay, you're right, mother. Yeah, Earthbound. Earthbound. Yeah, um, so it's probably I think it's very similar to that from what I saw, like of Earthbound. I think it's similar to that too. Uh, what else have I played? I played some Kina. I think I'm gonna stop. Kina, it's, it's all right game, and like it looks good. It's really no big problems of. It. It's just not. It's like the story is pretty basic. It's like a basic story. So that's not keeping really interested. The gameplay is fun. Um, it's just not, I don't know. Like someone said, this is almost like a PlayStation 2 uh, like platformer. 
back in the day, kind of like Jack and Daxter. Like it, it's just a revamped of one, like a remake of one that never really happened. Mm, prettier version of yeah, the game and from that I time. mean it looks yeah. great. It is awesome. It's fun, but it just doesn't keep an interest. I, I feel like I got enough of it. Um, I kind of want more of uh, more like there, but it's not. It's uh in. I mean, I think it's a fine game. I think a lot of people probably really enjoy find some joy in playing it. It's just that I have other games that I think are better that I can spend my time with. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just going to stop playing it. Maybe I'll come back. Maybe I don't, I have no idea, but as of right now, yeah, I feel like moving forward with some other games and that's really all I played. Uh, so I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we get to the flashback segment. Let's go back in time. Shall we doodaloo, doodaloo, doodaloo. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to 2011. So 10 years ago for these next two weeks, we're going to talk about two weeks in October, starting with the big one. Dark Souls came out 10 years ago. It's the 10th anniversary. I hear people like that game, Dominic. Yeah, I heard they'd have too. Yes, Dark Souls. This is the only... Souls game I actually played the most of. Like I played a lot of this game and then I stopped. Um I mean I don't like it. That that's 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 all I can really say. It doesn't seem that interesting to me. It is not even about it being hard. Cause I just like, okay, even if I can just go through this game, I guess that's the game, is the challenge of like you got past something. I just want a little story with these type of games. Yeah. Just a little something like, so what's my motivation? What is here? But a lot of things you have to read and it's very long and it's, a, it's a lot of finding things to read. It's not like it's just in your face Yeah, and God damn, that man is gone for a t- Oh no, he's not gone. I'm sorry. I'm watching, <laughs> watching Oklahoma state versus Texas. Uh, so it, yeah, it's just because it seems very bland. Mm-mm. Like, Yes, yes, it's hard, but I'm like, there's nothing else interesting about it, though. Exactly. I think that's my problem with it is like all that coupled with the fact that the gameplay is uninteresting and difficult in a way that is more frustrating than it is logical to me. Yeah, because I want to know, like, what's the. Okay, I get like when I beat something. Oh, yes, I beat it. And what do I get? I guess that's the satisfaction just of being it, but that's not enough for, for this type of game. That's not enough for me. Yeah. It's like, I, I need something else, man. Like I need, uh, if there was like a cool story with this, if there was like a cool story with some cutscenes and stuff like, I'm sorry, I do like cutscenes. I mean, I mean, I like, a st- cause that's a story. Um, like an action game. I mean, I like just liking God of war and you know what? I should feel bad about that. That's all those fucking games you love on PlayStation are God of war. Um, Uncharted, Last of Us. Come on, you all like them because they have great stories. They have great. I mean, you like some of the gameplay to it. Yeah, I just want Dark Souls to be something like that. They can have that same gameplay because I would. I would probably try to learn it because I'll be like, I like the story, mm-hmm. so I want to get past this shit. Uh, but it's nothing interesting. The, the world is so bland, and it's like. You know, I could get past the world if there was some type of story to really keep me attached to the game, but it, there isn't. So mm-hmm. it's it seems very boring to me. Like it just seems very boring. 
And I'm not, not, yeah, I don't still find that great. But uh, people love it. And yeah, this was a big deal. I mean, this is the next, this was the game because Demon's Souls was just exclusive to PlayStation. So this was huge that everybody get to play this. I mean, well, not everybody because it didn't come on PC yet. But eventually it was going to come to PC. All right. So what else we got here? I'm not going to talk about this unless you know what this is. You know what this is? I don't. I don't think so. I might have heard of it. Okay. But um, God Hand came out the PlayStation Network. Oh man, I feel like I know that. that the oh, Square that's the old game came on PlayStation Two. Yeah. Huh? And that the oh maybe not Square Enix one. Capcom. Capcom. One. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay, it came on PlayStation Network. This is an old. I mean, I don't know why we mentioned this. I'm surprised <laughs> that Wikipedia had this up here because they only usually put like really some old game unless it's yeah. something better i mean yeah. god hand is was a big thing though like i it mean was, it was like a first person game where you don't use guns right you use your hands was that what it was uh, some kind of beat em up uh let's see what wiki has for it duh, 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 duh. oh it wasn't oh so this wasn't i'm on my phone i'm getting confused with something else actually i don't i don't know i'm looking at the wikipedia page i'm not getting a video it's a beat em up. Uh, okay, so maybe it was a first person. I thought it was. I forget why this one was so big. Like it, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was, was it? big. Like leading up to release, and then I think it came out, and just kind of nobody cared about it. But I feel like there was a lot of hype around that game, and it seems like this... it's not even as bad as I remember it being. Like it's got a seventy three on Metacritic with some pretty high scores. Well, IGN gave it a three. They did not pay them. Mm. They got the they forgot the check. <laughs> uh combat set must be have a some weird type of combat system. I that's very well, well unique, maybe. Like I have no idea why. Yeah, why do I know this game? Because it was made by Capcom and Capcom didn't make a ton of games back then. Or even now for that matter, but it's also developed by Clover, which I think is the are the studios that did uh, is the studio, yeah, that did Beautiful Joe, yeah, and Okami. It's a 3D action game has the player moving in all directions, attacking with the face buttons and using special moves. The player can turn around using a button, and all actions outside of basic a- attacks are performed via a contact sensitive button. Using the button allows the player. As Gene to jump up ladders, pick up items, and use special attacks on abnormal enemies. Four dodge moves are mapped to the directions on the right analog stick. Excuse me. Player can assign any attacks, including the circle, triangle, square, and X buttons. Square also square allows the player to chain multiple attacks at once. There are over a hundred moves in the game for the player to choose from, including basic jabs and punches and drunken style. And Caporia martial arts. Um, so I'm guessing, yeah, it must be that's it's a very unique combat system. That's why it's not a simple. It's not a simple beat em up, yeah. and then they, maybe that's why it's so unique and was talked about. All right, are you still there? Yep. Okay. All right. So what else we got here? We got NBA 2K12 came out, and it had. Jordan, this is what multiple covers because it has Jordan on this cover, but I think mm. it was one with like Jordan Bird and other stuff, uh, okay. other guys up here. Um, 
because Jordan already came out in 20, 2009, I think it was. I forgot. It was oh, one yeah, of them. Jordan Magic Johnson and, and Larry Bird. Larry Bird, yeah. That was that one. It was like Legends, like the Legends on the front. Uh, God, it came that out feels on everything. like so long ago, Dominic. Or doesn't feel that long ago. I feel like they just did that, but God, that was 2012. <laughs> Make it stop, Dominic. Make it stop. Also, another huge game came out 10 years ago, Daniel. No, Daniel. <laughs> so I was about to say my name and yours together. Uh, Rage. Oh, man. This was a huge game. Hype was real with that uh, one. Yes, Rage. This was the game done by Ed, the guys who did Doom. People were really anticipating this game. I was, because it looked beautiful. I was like, oh, man. Mm. And then this Doom and this open world. This should be awesome. And it turned to be pretty average. Be yeah, like a pretty bland. It was yeah, it was like a, a fallout, you know, with a blander, like a blander fallout <laughs> or something like that. I mean, it looked better. It's like yeah. hey, a better looking, but but it's nothing, not much there. So yeah, it, that, that was it was disappointing. And yeah, I played a little some of it. I was like, oh, this looks good, but it's not that interesting, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna skip this one because this is one of those other games. Yep. Um, this is. Was this one of the good ones uh, that I people think liked? It or was oh a shadow? Was a shadow one? I think both of those one? were. Oh, are are talked about okay. relatively well. You know, okay. Yes, yes. Actually, say the title so yeah. people know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man: Edge of Time came out ten years ago, and I remember that yes, there was there was a Spider Man game or maybe a couple that okay, actually, people maybe did not. enjoy. Maybe this isn't a good one. <laughs> okay. This is not the good one. I just I the think cover, it was Web, Web I, of Shadows was the good one. Yeah, that people liked. Yeah, Web of Shadows so, was definitely Edge of Time. This game, the cover looks all right. Um, well, actually, you know what? That is a very that that seems like a lot of um veins under that. <laughs> so I don't think that's the webbing thick. Yeah, <laughs> built. But I don't. I'm guess you is it like going through time? I think. Yeah, because isn't that the twenty something sixty six or whatever twenty ninety nine Spider Man in his eye right there in the cover? That's what I'm trying to see what's on in his eye, but I can't really tell based on this image. It's very um, small. but it do, oh, in the Wikipedia it does says it's there is the twenty ninety nine universe. Okay, so yeah, some futuristic stuff. So they went some, went they went somewhere here. Yeah, um, in the year, I guess maybe you do play as Miguel O'Hara. Okay. Yeah, Shattered Dimensions is one of the ones I was thinking of. And then... Oh, shit. Okay. There was another so Shattered one. Dimensions. Shadow. Maybe uh, there wasn't a Shadow one. There was Web of Shadows, right? There was a Web of Shadow, right? Okay, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Where is Shattered is... Dimensions good? I think Dimensions is one of the ones that people remember back on fondly. And I would like to, oh, okay. like to try out if they did like a remaster or something. I don't think we'll get yeah, that. Yeah, you should though. just do it like a Spider-Man, like just do all the Spider-Man games. And then... I think that would be pretty cool. Which, as long as you I don't think you play the whole Spider-Man thing. Just play, play some of them. Just play some of them oh, yeah. until they suck. Exactly. And then, and then you stop. It's yep. like, don't, don't, don't kill yourself. <laughs> uh, it's, all right. So, yeah, what does get on Metacritic? I didn't, I didn't even look up. It's got a... We'll go with like Xbox 360 version. Got a 57 on Xbox 360, 
58 on PS3, 50 on the DS, 50 on the 3DS, and 62 on the Wii. So the Wii was the best version of this game, apparently. Oh, because you can actually swing. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> watch, don't put your hand up into the ceiling fan. Look at these, these weird Spider-Men. Are you or, looking at the bonus I don't know costumes? What they are. Yeah. Yeah, they're, those are weird. I don't know what they are at all. <laughs> They did bring those to the uh, Spider-Man. Um, I do Sony like game. that kind of cool-looking one with a leather jacket and t- <laughs> like yeah. Fonzie hair. Actually, I, I, yeah, just take the hair off. Nah, leave the hair on. Think- yeah, keep that. <laughs> All right. So what else we got here? We got Orcs Must Die came out okay. ten years ago on Xbox Live. Okay, now is this the first one? I mean, this it first came on Xbox Live, or did it come on PC first? Ah, that's it a good came question. Out Xbox Live Arcade first. Did it? Okay, because I feel like this I remember it being a big thing like, for Xbox Live. So technically, yes, it came out on both uh, because by this time, 10 years ago, because it came out on the 5th on Xbox Live Arcade, it came out on the 12th for PC. Mm. So, yes, yeah, Xbox Die, and now we're on like the third one, I believe. Mm-hmm. At least, yeah. I feel like, yeah, at least, yeah. Uh, well, at least three. I don't know if there was like a subtitle one anytime, but it just. I remember playing yeah, that demo. That, I, it was a pretty cool concept. It was yeah, a I tower defense yeah. thing, but in like third person. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was fun. I didn't realize it would be that popular that it would be having like <laughs> yeah. multiple ones. Also, we got Just Dance 3 came out 10 years ago, and now we're on the... They just start doing years. Yeah. So they don't even do numbers like that It's like that I anymore. saw a commercial for Kids Bop. Apparently, that's still a thing. And yeah, they've just switched oh, the, to years now. Did they, do a, did they have a Kids Bop of um the uh, Megan Stallion? Oh, boy. <laughs> and, uh Yeah. Did they have a Kids, a kids Bop of that? I want to um, know how they, how they do I'm that. I'm going to guess no, Dominic. <laughs> but I am going to look it up and be put on a list now. Um, <laughs> this can't be real, Dominic. Yeah, I don't think this is real because it's not posted by... Okay, yes, this is a parody. Okay. Somebody did a parody, that a Kids Bop version yeah, of that? somebody did a Kids Bop parody. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's another parody that is WAP. Wet fat Yoshi. <laughs> what? So you know, is Yoshi a girl or boy? It's a boy, right? Uh, I want to assume that there are Yoshis of all genders. I thought that was just his name. I thought they were just dinosaurs. I mean, they all, they all call Yoshis. I, I guess I don't know. I mean, she's I mean, we're, I mean, we refer think to them as like a blue egg. Yoshi and a yellow Yoshi, but yeah, I don't know what race is Yoshi. What race <laughs> species is Yoshi? Yoshis are a race of bipedal sapient dinosaurs. So apparently, they are Yoshis. All right, well, that's messed up. Y'all don't even give it a name. Y'all just call it what it is. Yep. They're not pets, Dominic. You throw them into pits when you need to. <laughs> All right. What else we got? We got Ace Combat Assault Horizon came out. I don't think this one was rated pretty good. I'm going to guess it was rated bad. Well, not bad. It got a 78. 
on 360, 75 on PS3, and 60 on PS PC. I think I, yeah, I think oh. I remember some positivity around this one still. Because it had like oh, okay. a decent story mode or something like that. But the last one was, was great. I like the last one. Yeah. Whatever that was called. I forgot what it was called. That was a numbered one, right? Mm, like seven or something, maybe. Yeah, but I think it still had a sub. Maybe it still had a subtitle. All right. So what else we got? We got Aliens Infestation on the Nintendo DS. So this has got to be the first Aliens game on the DS, man. Yeah, that was the one that I remember uh, Jim Sterling at the time championing a lot. Like I think it was kind of a Metroid style. Or maybe not necessarily Metroid style. It was developed by WayForward. Yeah, it was a side-scrolling kind of action game. I don't think there was so much Metroid-y elements of like going back and stuff. But yeah, I I remember this having a pretty positive reception at the time. But it was extremely positive leading up to the launch of it. And then when it came out, it was like, okay, this game is okay. It's not amazing, but it's pretty good. I don't like that the... The AU and the EU, you know, Australian and um, Europe um, got the game before us. We got it on the 29th and 30th. Get to the 11th. As you shouldn't, Dominic. You should talk to Sega about that. They screwed well, up. It got a 76 on Metacritic. So, yeah, it's seemed like a good game. Yeah. All right. So, what else we got here? We got Dead Rising 2 off the record, which I believe is the side story mm-hmm. i think so but yeah. they're rising too and you play as the guy from one don't you at least i see him on the cover yeah yeah i think that's when you finally got to play as as the other guy instead of what's his yeah. name? Chuck. chuck green gets replaced by frank west yeah. and it didn't it got okay reviews well look metacritic gave it a 72 for both the ps3 and xbox 360 66 on pc but gaming forward gave it a 9.5 mm, check clear dominic check clear um, GameSpot gave it a 7. Game Trailers gave it an 8.2, and IGN gave it a 7. So, yeah, Game game Informer, yeah, they got the check. They got like, that they cover got, for something, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you also got Forza Motorsport 4. Ooh. Came out 10 years ago. We're on 7 now. Yeah. Oh, I might have had this one, because this is one of the ones that had Connect support. Or no. Yeah, Did it did. I- Maybe I'm thinking of um I'm thinking of the first one on the Xbox One because that also probably had Connect support because the that had Kinect to be five, right? Launched on that. Uh yes. Yeah. Cause I don't know that I ever played a Ford as a motorsport game before the Xbox One, to be honest with you. I don't think I have either. Because they always like they looked good, obviously, but they were they were still motorsport games. They were kind of boring. Yeah. But then I needed like something to play on the Xbox One. So I was like, oh, I'll get this. And then I ended up enjoying it a lot. But the, yeah, that rewind feature, man. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. And then, of course, you know, once they started doing Horizons, it was like, oh, this is actually the game I want to be playing. Now I can't go back. Oh, hell yeah. All right, so we got Hulk Hogan's main event on the 360. Oh, it's probably a Connect game, too, isn't it? I yep. think it is, yeah. yeah it is. Oh, I remember. It's before that. we knew he was racist. Yep. Even though, if you look at this cover, Dominic, it's kind of giving you some hints. It's giving you some hints. 
Why you say that? Oh yeah, it's some mass wrestler knocking out a black man. They're gonna say no, but they're gonna say that no. But let's see, that's a Hispanic man, oh, a okay. luchador who's knocking a black man. Even though I'll say uh, he's just white, but he's just Mexican, a Mexican <laughs> white person. There's no difference to me. It's racist. <laughs> All right. So what else we got? He's a Zimmerman. That's not. <laughs> All right. So I keep saying it's like I stop, but I don't. I don't. I don't ever stop. Man. Um, <laughs> you never stop. You never stop. <laughs> All right. Scribblenauts remix came on the iOS, so Apple users got to play Scribblenauts. Mm-hmm. You also got the Sesame Street Once Upon a Monster, which I believe is a Kinect game. That is made by Double Fine. So you know what? I need to hook up my Xbox 360, Dominic, and play some Connect with my daughter. It now that I've got a daughter. Game rankings gave it an eighty. And while Metacritic has 79, there was a lot of positivity around that game, especially for what it is. Gave it 8.5. Both gave it 8.5. Yeah. I think it was because it was also kind of like that party game that they made for the Kinect that was supposed to be pretty good, but kind of with a Sesame Street skin on it. So, yeah, I remember there being like a lot of positivity around, around for that. All right. So what else we got here? We got... Uh, do I want to talk about this? No, no, I don't. No. Uh, do I want to talk about this? No, I don't. That, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Come on, later. we can at least mention MDK. Okay, Although MDK two HD, HD came on Windows. Is it HD? Yeah, it's just an HD version. Okay, of it. never mind then. Sorry. Yeah. Remember, there's a dog on the uh, cover. I didn't understand. Fighting Magic, Magic Heroes Six came out. Um, I, I don't know if they're still making those games. It might be, but I just don't pay attention. I'm sure uh, they are. But the big one that came out ten years ago, the start. I can't believe it, Don. Of the the toy game, what's it called? I forgot. Toys what they call the it, life. Man. Toys the life. Yeah. Yes. Toys the life. The craze. This is how it started. Skylanders Spirals Adventure. Crazy to ah ten years, Dominic. Disgusting. Yep, they were still using they were still using Spiral until they realized we don't need him anymore. Mm-hmm. He can get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> We're bigger it's, than Spyro now. Yep. It's a 3D action game that is played along with toy figures. I interact with it through a portal of power mm-hmm. that reads through the NFCs. That's crazy. The only things now is just the Nintendos. Yep, the Amiibos. Oh. Yeah. Which they just don't even make in large enough quantities because I sure as hell can't find those metroid ones that's for sure and i'm still mad that they lock game shit behind them this so stupid yeah god they are dicks all right what else we got here we also got a game called battle giants dinosaur strike oh yeah Dominic. that came we out i don't know what tons of those at target i i want to say that was a week game but it was it was a week game yep okay yeah you also got minecraft pocket edition for the android came out Ten years ago, Minecraft moving on the phones. They still not with uh, Microsoft yet. Uh, what was the guy name? Not mm, Minecraft. Who then got paid all the money? Notch. Yes. Yeah. Oh uh, damn, we still won. Um, 2011. God fucking god, it's long two weeks. No, we're not. I was gonna That's say it. no. Yes. Now we're thank God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now we're going back twenty years to two thousand one, and we got Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase for all the PlayStation right. One. 
uh, I'm guessing he goes into the internet and there's some ghosts in there. He has to stop it. Uh, that sounds right. Then you have the Wild Thornberry Chimp Chase. Which came on, I damn it, the Wikipedia page, I don't even really have nothing up there. Came on Game Boy Advance. Uh, guess you're running from chimps, I'm going to assume. <laughs> you also got Castlevania Chronicles on the PlayStation came out. Okay, that's got to be this some game good games. Got, uh, this got 73 on Metacritic. Oh. Uh, let's see what this game is. The game is based, is a game based on Castlevania with a new engine designed to take advantage of the sharp X68000 hardware. The game is updated, including familiar stages that have been redesigned as well as new stages altogether. It contains all the special items and sub-weapons from the original game, as well as wear item from known as the Herb, which refills six health blocks for ten hearts. Hmm. Castlevania Chronicles is notable for its high difficulty level. Okay. I uh, would have just thought it was going to be like a collection of the previous games. I thought so too. It says Castlevania Chronicles has been met with positive reviews. IGN rated the places to release 7.8, saying it's a lot of fun. GameSpot gave the, the release a 6.1, saying it lacked replay value and was graphically outdated. I mean, for a PS1 time frame, this is kind of rough looking. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, so what else we have? We have Dark Age of Camelot came out on the Windows. And this is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. I want to say, let's see if it's still around here. This is in 2019, Broshaw announced that the new progression server was in development, which will be limited to content from the original release. The Shrouded Isles expansion and housing zone additions with the regard to Old Frontiers returning to the game. The development team plans to roll the community roll to poll the community for their preferences. Oh, it might still be around. Weird. Uh, so what's so special about this? Character control for the most part by means of either the mouse or the keyboard. The player can customize up to three quick bar. Come on, man. That's who who wrote the description for this? You gonna start off with that for your gameplay? Hey Dominic, on. I went to darkageofcamelot.com and I can download and play now. Jesus. And it does have expansions. Play for free. See, like one, two, three, four, five expansions up here. Labyrinth of Mentor of the Minotaur is like the last one. This doesn't look that bad. Actually, no, there is one called the New out. New Frontiers. Never mind. Well, that's the storylines. That's why I was looking at. Well, yeah. Oh, so I guess it's still going on. I got an 88 on Metacritic, so it was rated pretty good. Yeah. Game Informer got 8.5. IGN gave it a 90. Oh, what'd you say? So you got to get on that. Yeah. Nope. I'm 20 years late, Dan. I ain't (laughs) jumping on now. Oh, here's something huge, Daniel. This is when we, the U.S. gets its first taste of the Phoenix Wright series. Which I I didn't know it released in the U.S. over here. Maybe did it, it didn't. release? I'm not sure but, that it did. Because I thought oh, the so DS version just, of it was the first time it came out in America, and then it added that touchscreen stuff on that uh, last. Yes, case. yes, yes. So this is well. Then 
20 years ago was still when Phoenix though. Wright was just released. <laughs> he says not uh, important. <laughs> no, I said it's still important. Still oh, important. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 20 yeah, years important. ago. My God. In, in Japan. We didn't get it till like five years later or four years later or something like that. Uh, Yeah, North America, four years later. Wow. But this is when they they, they started the series. This has got to be like one of the first lawyer games <laughs> ever made. It's probably another one, but it sucks. It's not Phoenix Wright, so it sucks. Uh, but yeah, this is when the series started. It started 20 years ago. With that hair. Look at that hair. <laughs> All right, so what is the hell is this game? Lady Shia came out for the Game Boy that Advance. on the last one that we recorded, but I didn't really say anything about it because I didn't recognize the name immediately. But I do recognize the color cover, and it was like a 2D action platformer, and you were kind of a woman with a sword and blonde hair. Okay. You look like a really strong Princess Peach. <laughs> a really muscular one. Yes. She was like, I can uh, save myself. <laughs> so it, it got uh, 73 on Metacritic. Game Informer gave it a 7.5. IGN gave it an 8. The Tenopar gave it a four and a half stars. That's some decent reviews, Daniel. Yeah. You need to get on this game. I think I might have tried it on the emulators back in the day. All right. So we got Batman Vengeance came. I remember this game. I don't think I ever played it. I played the one after it, which was like the new character that a Japanese or Chinese guy, I forgot who it was called. Oh, the um, Sue something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I played that one. Um, This didn't get rated that well, but this is looked like it's based off the anime series. Just want to look up the Batman on the front. Uh, I mean, it got rated like in the sixties, I think mm. at least the game boy advanced one, the PlayStation two one got 71. Oh, that got okay. It's okay. Here we go. The big one that released. Actually, let me name these other ones real quick before I get to this one. All right. So I'm not going to say this because I don't care. I just accidentally copied this. <laughs> okay. Um, Right there. All right. So Command & Conquer Yuri's Revenge came out for okay. Windows. You know what Command & Conquer is. Mm-hmm. Um, strategy game. Fast Food Tycoon 2 came out 20. I said 10 years ago. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. I didn't. 20 years ago. Darn, Tycoon games were out. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Tycoon kind of be. I mean, even older than that, I feel like, you know, I remember like in elementary school playing some kind of like Dino Park Tycoon and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you got, I'm not going to talk about this game either. Um, I'll talk about this one. Connecticut, though. Okay. Connecticut is a PlayStation 2 game. It's, it reminds me of like a Jet Moto-ish or Wipeout or you like in these motorcycle looking futuristic things and oh, you're racing. I remember seeing this. It looked cool. I don't know if it got rated that well, but um got rated. Oh, okay. It got rated okay. 77. I'm at a critic. Game before I gave it an eight. Yeah, I remember I remember reading it in I think in Game of Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's I remember right. that. That that's so weird. Like your body. Yeah. yeah, your body is a motorcycle. Yeah, like the wheels on your inner ankles and hands, and yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that. Are these racers like? Are they still human? Like you can they still get out, or they're just stuck like this? They're like the guy from Twisted Metal. They just, they just oh. stuck to it. For him, yeah. All right. 
Um, what else? And that's it. So, but actually, last but not least, for two thousand one, Devil May Cry came out for the PlayStation Two, and this at the time, as far as like beat 'em up or brawlers or action games of that nature, like someone of that nature, this is my favorite game for a long time. Mm-hmm. Action game. There was nothing that can compare to this. Like I cannot find. Like after this game came out, there was no action game. Mm-hmm that I like better than this until God of War came out. Yeah. So I don't know how many years ago was that from then. Um, I think that's what, 2004, 2005 when God of War came out. So yeah, 2001, Dynamite Cry was like the best action game I ever played. And I can, yeah, it was like, it was stylish. I mean, it was so stylish, man. It looked so good. It felt so good. I mean, you're talking about like juggling up enemies with your guns, like to your um, dual dual gun action, Ebony and Ivory, that's what he called them. Um, mm-hmm. Then you had your sword. I mean, it was just, uh, it was just awesome. It was just fucking awesome. And he, and he was like, you're such a badass. And he just felt like a badass. It's like, yes. <laughs> All right. So that's it. So we're going to go back 30 years. I got a couple games that came out. Uh, Nighttime one. I'm going to start with the game and watch widescreen Mario juggler with the new widescreen to it. Um, came out for the United States. I just want to know who the hell got this. I don't know anybody who had a Game & Watch. I don't think I knew it existed, honestly, around this time. Uh, But another big one, a big one that came out in Japan was the release of Super Ghouls & Ghosts for Super Nintendo. And I know people have a strong affection for this game, um, even though I never played it. Yeah, it's too Uh, hard for me. Uh, but yeah, Super Ghost Ghost came out 30 years ago. It's been 30 years um, since that game. God damn. All right. So that's it for the flashback segment. So I guess we'll take a quick break when we get back and get to the gaming news. All right. Let's get to the gaming news. So what you got there? All right, Dominic. So we were just talking about Super Ghouls and Ghosts in the last segment, which is a game that I very much think probably came out around the same time as the original Joe and Mac Caveman Ninja, which I recall getting from Blockbuster as a young Daniel and thinking was the coolest thing in the world because it has dinosaurs in it and you could like bonk them on the head because you were a caveman and then they would cry. But now they're coming out with a remake of it on PC and console sometime next oh, year. Oh, okay, Daniel. Yes, I remember this game. Yeah, 
and the the visual style of it looks great. It looks like one of those more recent Wonder Boy or Wonder Dragon Boy, one of those games. So I'm I'm somewhat excited about this, Dominic. I oh yeah, I have I a like fondness for Joe yeah. and Mac. I think that's one of the games that I bought on the Wii Virtual Console, and then I realized, oh, it's not nearly as good as I remember it being. As oh, a you kid. did? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, because I definitely played it somewhat recently. Well, somewhat recently, the Wii. That's fucking ten years ago at this point. So, but yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Maybe not something I was necessarily expecting to see being remade, but you know, we are uh, bankrupt creatively, so of course we're going to go revisit Joe and Mac. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, some other news, Dominic, the uh, New York times is reporting that FIFA and EA are kind of butting heads. Now, apparently FIFA wants EA to pay $1 billion over a four year license to use the FIFA name in the title of their game. Um, Damn. Yeah, apparently right now they're paying like half a billion. So, you know, $500 million for that same. They're basically doubling the price on them. Um, and it sounds like EA is kind of reconsidering whether they want to go in that direction. Now, that's basically just for the name of the game. It sounds like they would still have most of the players and teams because of other licensing agreements they have through like a player's association or something like yeah. that. So what do you think, Dominic? Is it worth it to them for a game that's called FIFA? I mean, we just had, you know, Konami change theirs from what pro evolution to soccer to e football or something like that. I don't know. Free I, to play. It's probably not. I mean, I want to know how big is the FIFA name instead of just knowing that it's a soccer game. Yeah. Knowing it's, it's the biggest leagues. soccer game, right? Because people are still going to buy yeah. a soccer game because that thing sells bananas every year. Yeah, so like, because there's different leagues. Like people who's into soccer, they know they got all the leagues and stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe it won't be a big deal that's not called FIFA. Yeah, I would just imagine. I mean, they, I don't know, but they I just, just need imagine. to go out for the Ted Lasso license, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, EA's Ted Lasso. The Ted Lasso football. soccer. <laughs> Oh, what they would hate it if it was called soccer and everything. Oh, Ted Lasso, twenty twenty three. All right, yeah. So that's that's that seems messy for EA, but also like they probably got the money to do that deal if they want to go that route. And you're just gonna have to eat some of the profits a little bit and maybe put more card packs in there. Although I, that's I about did, to say, put, put some more card packs. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of the problem. Is I think some of the. Uh, other stuff with FIFA was in addition to raising the cost, there was something about controlling the way that EA monetizes their name. So, you know, maybe they were, they could be worried that, you know, that would also jeopardize their ability to put more card packs in there. So yeah, I, it's probably not worth it. Probably just go a different route. EA EA's soccer 2023. Works for the Washington football team. Don't, yeah. Don't work on any more soccer games. That's that's, that's the route they should go. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think that's the right route to go, Dominic. I know. They make too much money. They really do. 
There's a reason my Xbox account was stolen at one point. It was because they wanted some soccer packs or something, probably. All right, Dominic, and some other, we'll call it quote-unquote news, some more reporting. Uh, apparently, Dragon Age 4 will not be coming to previous-gen consoles, PS4 and Xbox One. It will be exclusive mm. to the PS5, Series X, and, P, well, S and X, I should say, the Series consoles. And the PC, is is this much of a surprise to you? <laughs> not much. I mean... Actually, if they said they was coming to those previous ones, mm. I would be like, oh, man, this that means they're really not doing good with these new consoles. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I hope it's that if they are exclusive to these next generation that I can when I see it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, this couldn't come on mm. the PS4 or the Xbox one. Yeah. I hope that's what it means. Like it's really that big or, and it looks, is that more graphically advanced than previous generation? Nope. Oh, that's what it means. You're going to be disappointed, Dominic. But also I feel like for the most part, you're going to be disappointed a lot this generation because of that. Cause it's just going to be like, yeah, but we're running it at 4k. Yes. But it looks exactly like it could have ran in 1080p on these previous consoles. Yeah. And also ray tracing, but ray tracing is so subtle that you can't even notice it sometimes because they've gotten so good at faking shadows for so long that we just don't even know what bad lighting is anymore. All right, Dominic, in some other news, Epic has finally conceded that they uh, basically ripped off Among Us for their imposter mode in Fortnite. Uh, so in one of their latest like game uh, updates, their, uh, what is the thing I'm trying to say, bug fix, I think, report, it basically says, like, hey, this was inspired by Among Us. And then on Twitter, Among Us's account was like, oogly eyes like ooh, so it sounds like they're maybe doing something now good for epic to finally you know acknowledge that we already knew it but now the companies are just like oh we shook hands and we're both gonna make money together now so fucking good for those guys right what about them and um playgrounds but uh, bat, bat, playfield play, playgrounds on um, battle royale whatever it's called what's the, what's the player unknowns title? battlegrounds yeah, yeah, yeah. Player unknown battlegrounds. You know what? I think they just ate their lunch and they're gonna act like they don't exist anymore. Because I don't even think people <laughs> are playing that game really. You know, more people are playing Black Ops or Call of Duty yeah. battleground stuff <laughs> than. I mean, between that, that and the the other one, what's the what's the Titanfall one? Oh, um, Apex Legends. Yeah, Apex Legends, which I'm sure has like a pretty large user base, despite the fact that I don't really hear people talking about it, but I'm just not in those circles. So exactly. Like, I, I just don't think Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is, is probably surviving too much right now. I mean, I'm sure hey, they have their players. I just remember, but... I remember when Fortnite first started doing that. People was mm. like, I heard people so, just so down on Fortnite, like, it's not going to be good as playing on I know battlegrounds. This is gonna be something else new. I was like, man, but it's free. Yeah, um, and unless it just sucks, unless it's just sorry, it has to just really suck. Then when I like, I played some, and I was like, 
what does play them play on player unknown battlegrounds do differently yeah where you have to pay for it first person that's it I mean, that game was at least $30 compared to like a $60 product, but still, yeah, when you compare it to a completely free thing, that's hard to compete. Plus, you know, we've we've talked about it in the past about Fortnite, but like just the colors and the visuals of it are so much more interesting than bland shooter in a desert-like environment. Yeah. So there's a lot to compete with there. (laughs) <laughs> but speaking of bland shooters and desert environments, Dominic, Ubisoft has announced Ghost Recon Frontlines, a new free-to-play first-person shooter with 100-plus players and class-based squads with Battle Royale stuff. So, you know Battle what? Royale. Got to jump on board at some point, Dominic. Yeah. I, uh, maybe it took them a little, a little long on this one, though. That's what I want to know. It's like, what? How is it going to do? You know, because it's just so many. Yeah. Like some of those, think of some of those games I tried out that were Battle Royales that were different. I wonder how they're doing. Like the one, I thought it was a Ubisoft game, but maybe it wasn't. It was one like you could kind of jump on the walls and shit. Is that Valorant? I don't think it's Valorant. No, not Valorant. Hold on, let me look at Valorant. Valorant videos. No, it's not Valorant, nah. Hyperscape. I think that's what it is, yeah. That's it, yeah, because I just typed in Ubisoft Battle Royale. <laughs> so, they, so they had Hyperscape. How is that doing? I don't know, because I definitely have not heard anyone talk about Hyperscape since you talked about it on this podcast pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing that would interest me, because it seems like they're doing something maybe slightly more than just another battle Royale is if they've released this game as a battle Royale. And then like the opposite of Fortnite ended up finding a player base that like, they're more like objective based stuff and kind of went in that direction and then became a huge game based on that instead of the battle Royale stuff. Yeah. But we shall see. Yeah, Ubisoft is definitely just kind of dipping their toe in and going like, "Mm, maybe we'll try this. We've got plenty of money. And then in some cases, completely forgetting about these games, which is funny because we we've always touted like Ubisoft as the ones that are willing to stick by their game. You know, that's a free game. Maybe the free games. They don't. That's true. That is true. Because even Siege, people were paying money initially to to get that game. Yeah, we'll see how this Ghost Recon thing. Maybe maybe they're, you know, hoping that the Ghost Recon name will get them a little more traction out of this one. All right, and some other news, Dominic. We've been talking about it for the past while now, I think, maybe more than weeks. Uh Grand Theft Oh yeah, Auto. I want to apologize for me. I'm eating because I'm, uh. I'm just trying to get some munching because we've been we, we've been on this a little long yeah but we started later we started later really yeah so uh the grand theft auto the trilogy the definitive edition we are in fact getting that that's gonna have all three of the ps2 era games three vice city san andreas um but it is not gonna be adding like huge graphical improvements 
they are allegedly going to switch to a more Grand Theft Auto 5 style control scheme. So they're going to modernize the controls a little bit, which is good. That's good. But at the same time, yeah, these games just look like the same harsh pixels, harsh uh, geometry, polygons. That's the word I was looking for. Harsh polygons we've seen in the past. And well, they have save points. Like, so you don't have to start over from the beginning to go to the start the mission again. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, We shall see. We haven't gotten a lot of information. We don't even have a release date. They just do some work on it, man. I have billions of billions of dollars. Yes. Yes, Like, so, so do some. I mean, okay, fine. You ain't gonna do nothing graphical. Make everything else just better then. Make it so like they're save points. Hell, make it save state. I don't give a fuck. I can Heck save any yeah. fucking where I want to save. Let me put in codes and infinite health and all that stuff. Which you could kind of do before, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean, especially because uh, so people are kind of up in arms or at least were around the announcement of this because along with it, they've removed like all the old versions of these games and if you own those games, then you pretty much going to have to buy them again. If you want to, you know, play these games, it's, it's, you know, there's no more upgrade situation. It's like, Oh, you added this stuff. And uh, most of those games were broken. I think is, is what a lot of people were angry about is like, I want to say like the Android versions of some of those games were basically unplayable for the past couple of years now. And now they're like, hey, this is coming out. You're going to be able to buy this again. And it's like, what? I don't want to buy it. You already you already had me buy one, and then you abandoned it, and it was broken, and it never worked. So you're going to expect me to buy it again? It's a very That's Nintendo strategy. Because you're sheeple. <laughs> I just want to play Grand Theft Auto, Dominic. Yeah, so... We'll see how that goes. I I wonder what the pricing is looking like for this. I can't I can't fathom anything. Well, I can definitely fathom it, but I I, I wouldn't understand anything over thirty dollars. We're talking ten dollars per game. That seems yeah. on the high end of what I would be willing to pay for those things. And I think sixty dollars is reasonable. I'm I was gonna say I'm sure. <laughs> well, no, Dominic, this is we're talking like next gen probably, so seventy dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Those games would probably be cool to experience on the Switch. You know, they're old enough where it feels like that would be fitting for those games, and it wouldn't be like I'd much rather play this on the television. So, yeah, that's what's going on with that. Kind of a disappointment after all the rumors that it were coming out and people making mock-ups of like high-resolution oh. versions mm-hmm. of the characters and whatnot. But it's yeah. like the Super Mario game yeah yeah the super mario collection except they're doing it sounds like they're at least doing like maybe slightly more work than even nintendo did yeah will no i just don't understand i don't understand them well definitely i I need somebody to be like go undercover in there (laughs) an undercover japanese man to be and then he able to leave and tell Well, speaking of Dominic, let's rearrange these stories a little bit. So Nintendo, they released this Mario collection with Mario 64 
And then it's limited to being on sale for only a couple of months, only for them to then announce the Nintendo Online Expansion Pack, which is going to include a Nintendo 64 emulator, which will include Mario 64, again with no improvements, because that release had no improvements whatsoever. Um, And now we're finding out the pricing for that. It's going to be $50 a year. And... Yeah, that's for access to Nintendo 64 games and Genesis games, pretty much. I think that it will be worth it in about three years when they get yeah. more games. It'll be totally worth it. Um, but right now, eh, I don't know. I don't think so. Now, with the Mario game, though, I will say this. This game, even though... It won't look as good. I mean, not that the other one looked great, but um, it won't look as good because as the one we got at the Mario collection. Because it's, well, it's going to just look like the N sixty four version, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, is I don't think it's going to look. Are they going N sixty four games will look any sharper? I, I would hope they form? look sharp. You know, I would hope there's some sort of well, okay, resolution well, bump actually, on them. Maybe actually, it's better than it's better because they. If they had the save states like they have in the the Nintendo and oh my Super Nintendo, yeah, that's better. That's better than the goddamn collection. Oh no! Why'd you say that? <laughs> I mean, I want that to be true because I want save states, but also, oh my goodness, that's that's bad. That's bad that they sold that's, us a really yeah. shitty bag of goods. They they really did. Those assholes. They are assholes. Yeah, they really are. So they got us by the balls. <laughs> they really do. Now, I will say, in addition to with your $50 right now, you will get the Animal Crossing DLC that's coming out, I believe, in November. That is a $25 value. Well, that's the thing. So, <laughs> yeah. not only do some people not have Animal Crossing, so that's not an added value, but it's also only active for as long as you have an online subscription. So as long as you're paying them $50 a year, you can play that animal crossing DLC. Whereas if you just pay the $25, you can play it whenever you want. Now, of course, you know, who's going to be playing animal crossing in, you know, two or three years, you can probably not worry about losing access to that, but also people like animal crossing. So maybe I'm wrong there. That's better because at least you can still play it if you bought got the twenty five, right? But yeah. you just have to pay for online. Mm. But just 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 the basic online, right? Yeah. You can just pay for the minimum one. Exactly. But that's, that's still it's not as bad as you, as a person like me who got Splatoon two and I didn't get online and now I can't play online at all. I can't yeah. play. I mean, that a was whole section the of the fucking game. Worst. I the, I can't. I don't understand those decisions when they went from. Oh, we have free online too. Well, we have a service now, which doesn't really add anything because nobody's using that phone app or whatever they have for voice chat. So now we're going to make you pay for what you've been getting for free this entire time. Yeah, Nintendo. And speaking of... Is it nin- supposed to rain today? Because that has yes. gotten dark in here. Yeah, like 2 huh. o'clock. So very soon it's supposed to start raining. Yeah, so one last thing for Nintendo here, Dominic. We got the announcement of the final Super Smash Bros. Ultimate character, and it will be Sora from the Kingdom Hearts series, another anime boy 
with a sword. Yes, but it, it's a. This is the right choice. Yes. No, this is a choice That's they the should thing. have made a long time ago. Exactly. That's the problem. Or if they didn't make those other choices, yeah, this would still be. This would be good. Yeah. If they didn't make choice of buyless and other people <laughs> that I don't fucking know, yeah, and and like somebody from the Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles or whatever, if they didn't make those choices, I would be even more happy about this choice. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a good choice. And I see some people getting mad at people who are upset about this choice. Or even like, Sep- like Sephiroth. Like, I like Sephiroth and I like oh the God. idea of him being in there, but you don't need him over just having Sora in there. No, you don't need him and Cloud. Like, pick one. Yeah. Pick one. And actually, Sephiroth, I think I probably, probably prefer him over Cloud if I was, if you're going to pick one. Because mm. he's really the, the guy everybody is like, oh, yeah, he's the like he's he's the bad guy. Um, but whatever. But I mean, if you don't, you he could be um. I don't care a me fighter or whatever. But <laughs> yo, like Sora, yes, that this choice is right. And yeah, people were upset because some people are upset about the choice. Saying, oh, it's another guy with the basically a sword anime guy, and people are like, man, people wanted sword and blah blah blah. Yeah. But but you okay? We get it. But thing is, it's because. They put all those other fuckers in there. <laughs> it just makes this choice not as great as you. I want it. Yeah. I mean, it's great for you because you're a big fan. And, and some people who, they are my age. They say, oh, I was, I was a fan then. Even though, I guess I'm weird because I feel like I grew. I mean, not that I felt like I grew out of it. I just felt like I thought of the story a certain way when I was that age. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I realized it wasn't that good. Yeah. And... I guess other people didn't feel that way. They still felt the story is the same. Well, I felt like it was too convoluted. And I mean, and going through all the different games, it was too convoluted. Like, it was actually the first game. No, the first game was actually okay. They fucked it up when they went to the Game Boy Advance thing storyline, which I really just wish it was just like a dream and that fucking <laughs> shit didn't happen. Yeah. And then it went to two and they tried to put everything together. They fucked up. The story just fucked up after that. But I mean, I'm a, I mean, I'm okay with Sora. Like I like you. I like Sora. I was like, yeah, this is a cool character to have. Unfortunately, I wish I didn't put those other people in there. I wish I like wish McCall should not have been a DLC character. The person from um Arms. Mm. I don't care. That should have been a free character or something. Like <laughs> goddamn Piranha I do plant. like the idea of her as a character, but yeah. Yeah, I get where you're going. No, I, no, I, I know I get it. I, I know I, she should be there, but or what or anybody else. I don't care from the from Arms because yeah. that is an eternal property. Mm. But I just wish that didn't take a place of another character, especially when you used fucking Fire Emblem <laughs> and then another like, Xenoblade person. Because I feel like you should have made those me fighters. Yeah, you should have made those fuckers me fighters, me costumes. Shovel Knight should be there. Um, mm. The Assassin's Creed, like you put Assassin's Creed as a me fighter, man, he could have been a fucking character. And we did get Doom Guy as a me fighter in this latest update as well. Yeah, I we will got say Doom that. Guy, That's pretty though, cool. Yes, yes, and he could be one. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to see how you did Doom as a as a real character, yeah. but I understand. I get it. I can be okay with him being a me fighter. It's just that. Come on, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, also, people had Master Chief. I, I'm okay if Master Chief wasn't in there. I mean, that, that's fine. Yeah. Um, 
because nobody's nobody's exclusive part of there, right? There's no Sony exclusive, right? And no, no, I don't think um, so. And no Microsoft, to- Microsoft really exclusive, like Banjo Kazooie, it because Banjo Kazooie's still on the um, Nintendo games. Yeah. I mean, because you still can play 64, and yeah, they'll be part of the the 64 yeah. emulation stuff. Exactly. So got that so that's why magic is a little different i just feel like there's this other characters you should got spyro dominic well that too i mean spyro and uh and crash ba- crash yeah. are kind of like like that uh and since they're not exclusive to sony anymore you could have got those two characters yeah you could have got waluigi you had waluigi i mean that's that's the one right like it's <laughs> it's just you can't tease it this entire time, and I, I don't. I don't mean to say that they've teased it, but you, you can't have such a big missing gap there, and then never. Like, why that. even make him a character then? Yeah. Like, why don't put him in anything anymore? Like, I, should, I shouldn't have seen him in Mario Golf. I <laughs> should have said like he don't exist anymore. For I can know like okay, they're just not doing because they don't want him to be around anymore. Yeah. So okay, they but no. I still sure I got other places, so I'm like, nah, man. Just do Waluigi. Shit. Uh, but man, yeah, that, that like I said, Sora is a good choice. I mean, I can say this out of the second pack, that's probably the best damn choice they did was the last one. The other choice I did like, I try to remember what other choice did I did like, Daniel? The I didn't like the Tekken choice. You like the persona um, guy, Joker. Joker, but he's a, he's from the first pack. Oh, okay, right. Um, I'm trying to think of the second pick. Like, like the uh, the second guy. I wish it was another fighter. Yeah. Like, I wish it wasn't. Um, was it was it then Kuzma? Uh, K- Kazu. Yeah, Kazu, something like whatever. that. I can never remember what. Yeah, I wish it wasn't him. Or now, I'm glad it's not Haichi, but <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want him either. Should've I wanted been King. King's the best. Yeah, it should have been something like something with more character. I don't yeah. know if he's going to do Tekken. I like the you know, idea I mean, I of get... the Minecraft guy. I mean, that was oh, clever. Yeah, that, that's that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Minecraft is a good one. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I'm trying to think because there was some 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 in the second pack I did like. I did like. So the second pack just... was Min Min, the the arms woman, Steve okay. and Alex from Minecraft, Sephiroth. Yes. yes. Pyra and Mithra no. from like Xenoblade, maybe one of those games. Okay, yeah, that's that's a sucky one. Kazuya from Tekken, and then now Sora. So Byleth was from the first one. Okay, yeah, she was she was she was the last one, or he, whatever you pick, is the last one from the first yeah. one. Okay, and it so- was them Terry Bogard from King of Fighters, Banjo, Dragon Quest Hero, and Joker. See the Dragon Quest hero. It's like you chose the wrong fucking guy. Period. I mean, you could change his, you could change him up, but yeah. he's the face. And it's like the hero was never the hero was the most uninteresting person in the series. <laughs> it was always the people around them, right? That were more interesting. Like you should have picked something around them. I don't care. Pick the slime, and you could have like done something really creative with his moves because that's the most iconic enemy there. <laughs> Absolutely. Or something. Or like, or like for, um, you know what? I don't even care. You know what? If they didn't do cloud, 
Or is he going? If he's going to do something I else, I feel like you had to do Cloud because he was in the previous game, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you did, okay, if he wanted to do another Square Enix character or something, you could have did like a Chocobo. Yeah. Um, could have did something or or Moogle. Uh, like something that's a character, but not exactly like another guy with a sword. Right. And I mean, God damn. Uh, at least we got the, um, the Nickelodeon game. <laughs> we'll we talk that about game. that later. Yeah. Um, All right. What else on the news we got? Yeah. So I guess the kind of other big thing that happened while we were gone over these past two weeks was there was a huge leak out of Twitch. Uh, it sounds like it might've been an inside job because the amount of data that came out of this is incredible. Uh, we're talking all of the source code for Twitch, including years and years of comment history and everything like that as well as kind of the news that everybody's glomming on to is about two years worth of payout, uh, uh, basically, uh, numbers for payouts to the, I think it's like hundred top streamers. Um, and you, you see some pretty large numbers on this. I will say, um, I think the the very top one is a channel called Critical Role that does like D&D campaigns with uh voice actors and stuff. Now I I I forget how much the actual number was. It was a couple of million. But in reality when you're talking about something that's that higher production value, it it probably isn't that much money once split amongst all of the members of that team. Now, as you start going down the list and you start seeing some of the people like XQC and, and people like that, where it is probably just a guy sitting in his room, then you start to go, Oh man, you know, he's making, you know, a couple million dollars over these couple of years. But, but this is like subscribers, right? Yeah. So that, that's one of the things is like a lot of, some of the top streamers are like, these numbers shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone because I have my subscriber count on my channel and you multiply that by $5 a month or whatever. And yeah, you know, this is the money I made. Um, but it, you gotta also look at how much time some of these streamers are streaming on any given day. I mean, a lot of the top people are there because they're streaming so frequently. And we're talking about 10 hour days, seven days a week in a lot of cases. So if you were to like math out the actual, like how much they're making per hour, it's maybe not nearly as high as some people may think. And now, you know, still it's, a job where you can make a couple million dollars sitting on your ass playing video games and talking to the internet. Yeah, that's that's pretty cushy. That's that's kind of the dream, right? Dominic is is two guys making a podcast that talk about video games. Yeah, obviously that would be pretty nice. Yeah. But it, sorry, go ahead. I was, I, was just, I was just agreeing with you. Oh yeah. So yeah, I I I can't look at any of these numbers and be mad at anybody for making you know what a lot of us would like to be able to do 
Now, the thing about it is these are the top 100 streamers and they're making a ton of money. Well, some of them more than others are making a ton of money, but there's a fall off after that. You know, there are people with much smaller communities and far more of those people with much smaller communities, not making nearly this much and not in a lot of cases, not even making a a livable wage on it. So, you know, there, there are two sides of this coin. Sure. You can look at the top numbers and go, Oh my God, these top 100 people are making, you know, collectively hundreds of millions of dollars just over the past two years. But then you got to look at the rest of the like couple hundred thousand streamers that are making collectively a couple million dollars. You know, it's, it's all about perspective on this stuff and it just seems crazy. The subscribers who are paying it and people who don't, I mean, I don't even know they even count the donations. They're just kind of subscribers, right? I think it's, I think it hasn't been a hundred percent clear about like whether it counts bits and donations and stuff like that. I don't think it counts the donations. I think it's the direct payouts from Twitch regarding, like you said, subscri- subscriptions and stuff like that. And, and a lot of these deals. people, that, that, like the top people, that's probably their only job. They're not exactly this. As much as I see them online, I'm thinking like, where, where, when did it work? Yeah. I'll be saying no, like, they're a brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that is their job. I mean, Hey, they do well. I, that's cool. I mean, I can't get mad. Like if that's what people were paying them mm-hmm. to do, you know, like, like we're paying them basically. I mean, people exactly. subscribe, and it's probably a lot of, you know, similar people that are just paying for these people because they enjoy their content. You know, it's, it's $5 a month for you to enjoy what could be, a countless hours of content. Like I'm pretty sure most of the people that I have or even channels, and I don't want to say people necessarily because things like games done quick or whatever. Like if I remember to use my Twitch prime subscription on them, like that's $5 a month for hours of things that I'm not even going to watch. So like, imagine if you actually consumed all of what they are producing, how much, uh, like value you're getting out of that. You're probably paying like pennies on the dollar to, to watch an hour worth of their content. And if you enjoy it, then, you know, they deserve your money. So uh, it's just crazy that, you know, the internet gets worked up on some of these things like, Oh my God, these people yeah. that I've been watching for hours on end a day make money. How dare them? How dare them make money, Dominic? But also please continue creating this content for me to watch. Yeah. It's just wild that all of this stuff was able to come out from Twitch. And it's also extremely concerning because like if the payout numbers have leaked out from that, like what other information they do, that would be what really concerns me is when you start to find out that like streamers, personal information is getting out there like addresses and social security numbers and things related to payouts. You know what I mean? Like all that is information that a, a, you know, accounting system would have. So if it is maybe an inside job and this is the kind of information they wanted to get out there just to say, you know, Hey, this is what's going on over there. Okay. Limit it to that. 
But if this is like a malicious act, I mean, it's obviously malicious in some ways, but if it's like a, a real malicious act where you're talking about, you know, I broke into the system and I broke, got all the information and I'm going to slowly leak it. I really hope that doesn't end up being the case and, you know, jeopardizing people's careers and livelihoods and in some cases lives with some of the freaks that are out there sometimes following these people around. So freaks are people too, Daniel. Yeah. Freaks are people too, Dominic. All right. Did you see anything else you wanted to talk about this week, Dominic? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right, then, Dominic, we got new releases. We got these past two weeks, so we got a whole list here. I'm going to run down most of these pretty quickly. We got Super Monkey Ball, Monkey Mania, or Banana Mania for the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. So if you want to get your Monkey Ball on, check that out. We got Lego Marvel Super Heroes. That's now out on the Nintendo Switch. Lego games, pretty good. Check them out. BPM bullets per minute. This is out now on the PS4 and Xbox One. This game looks really cool. It reminds me of Doom, but is rhythm based. It's a first person shooter, but it's rhythm based. So you have to like jump and shoot in time with the the beat. And it's also a roguelike because everything's a roguelike. Uh, But yeah, video of that looks pretty good. You also have Xenophobia which is now out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. This is also a first-person shooter, but looks like a first-person shooter that was made like on a Game Boy Advance. And it looks kind of cool art style-wise. So I'm, I'm going to look up some videos of that after we get done. I wanted to see more about that. Uh, we also have Hell Let Loose. That's out on the PS5, Xbox Series X. That is the one that is currently the uh, PS5 PlayStation Plus game. And it's like the World War One or two. I can't remember. One of the World War games. But there's also like a commander position. So you're like, it's a first person shooter. But also there's someone saying like, hey, maybe you should go over there and do this. Like they've done in Battlefield games before. Also Tetris Effect connected that is now out on the nintendo switch and disco elysium the final cut is out on the switch as well as the xbox one and series x alan wake remastered is now out on the pc ps4 ps5 xbox one and series x we also have jet the far shore that's now out on the pc ps4 ps5 Crisis Remastered Trilogy. That's now on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. The Demon Slayer game. Kamutsu, Kam, Kam, Kamitsu no Yaiba. Uh, that is now out on the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. You were telling me that's getting somewhat decent reviews so far, and you are maybe questioning those. Yes. <laughs> I am questioning. Just it it definitely looks kind of like a pretty bland fighter. I mean the stuff that we saw yeah, leading up to the bland. release of it, like those environments just looked completely ugh. you know. So if you're a fan of that series, you might be interested in it, but come on. And no right. taste. 
<laughs> we also have The Good Life. That's now on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Well, oh, Xbox Game Pass. Game too. Pass 2, yeah. Uh, NHL 22. That's now out on the PS4, PS5. That's Xbox with Ovi on the front, right? Uh, I think it is. Question? I think he is on there this year, isn't he? NHL 22. I wrote 122. We're not quite up to that yet. Uh, maybe not. Looks like a guy from Montreal. Oh, okay. That is... Tell me who you are. Oh, they're showing a preview of the John Cena show. Montreal. Why did I say Montreal? Toronto Maple Leafs. There's a oh oh okay on the DC fandom, yeah yeah because that's coming out at the beginning of next year I believe, like January or February. Was on HBO Max. Yep. It is. I just saw his name, Austin Matthews. Oh, he's still in his underwear. Is he? Of course he is. You're gonna see that a lot, Dominic. You see that a whole lot. All right. In addition to that, we also have Metroid Dread, which we mentioned earlier. Back for Blood, which we mentioned earlier. And Far Cry 6, Dominic. What do you think? Any excitement for Far Cry 6? A little, a little, but it's, it's something I want to wait for. Like, yeah. I got this thing for three, three months of Stadia free. Oh, okay. But the problem is, is that all I could do, all I'm going to do is go play the free games and not the games I really want to mm. try out. Right. Have to pay for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why did it have to be a service you pay for? You pay for it and you pay for the game. I don't know. Because they wanted to fail, Dominic. They wanted to <laughs> fail. All right. And the big one, Dominic. Releasing on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Yeah, uh, like people are I'm seeing, relatively positive on it. Yeah, there's okay reviews for it, but it's just um, when I was watching a video of it, like the collision, mm. not that great. Yeah, um, like I see people punching, but they're not really touching them. It's probably not that big a deal if you just don't care. Like you're just having fun with mm. it. I mean, it's probably not that big a deal. But I mean, it's cool to have that. I wish it was voice acting though. Like at least have some type of voicing. Yeah, kind of. I've seen a lot of people compare it to like the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid or Defense of the Grid or whatever Battle for the Grid. Um, okay, because that came out without that kind of stuff and eventually got patched in because it became popular. So maybe if if you know this game catches on with people, we'll actually see some improvements to it. That would be nice. Um, you seen the um, Xbox consoles of it? Uh, they have a SpongeBob and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they Xbox look, Series X console. They look weird. <laughs> they look they look good to me. The SpongeBob one, I mean, looks like it's, the SpongeBob one is a, appropriate. Yeah, and they, they yeah. don't look bad. They just look weird. Um, oh, I mean, it's just, just this Leonardo. It looks like our Leonardo, the from back in the day, like this drawn on the front. Yeah. Now, there have been, okay, here it is. There has been like a data mine out of this uh, with some potential DLC leak. Um, and some of the characters that it, it alleges are coming to the game include Jimmy Neutron, 
which seems okay. Uh, seems right. Plankton from SpongeBob, Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob, Squid Squidward from SpongeBob. Good God, there's all the SpongeBob. Yeah, I mean- <laughs> it's, it's a lot of SpongeBob. Uh, Tommy Pickles, Rugrats, of course. Vlad Plasmus from Danny Phantom. Zuko from Avatar. And Rocco Ooh. from Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. Now, I was listening to... So Doug giant, can't do it because Doug is part of like Disney. Disney now, yeah. They can't do like... Nick, this, is, this, this is Nickelodeon Doug. This is Nickelodeon Doug, though. Could they still show Nickelodeon Doug on Nickelodeon. As they should. And like this, because Disney Plus will show the Nickelodeon one. Yeah. Gotta make him shorter. Say like, look, this is when he was younger. <laughs> okay, there it is. From the uh, Tech Raptor website, I because I had heard this on the Giant Bombcast that some of the characters that may also appear include Garfield and Shredder. Garfield. Yeah, Garfield. <laughs> I guess Garfield. I, I think he's he was owned by on. like Viacom now or something. Oh, okay. So he's sort of under the Nickelodeon umbrella. So how do they not have like the fairy, fair, fairly odd parents or something in there? They're not in there. Uh, they're not even into the original. Like I, I don't think so. Let me see. Cause that one I was looking at had a list. Of what about Clarissa explains it all. Did I get her other? Heck Yeah. <laughs> Now we're talking. So in the original game, you have Aang from Airbender, of course, April O'Neil, Cat Dog, Danny Phantom, Helga, Cora, Leonardo, Lincoln Loud from the Loud House, Lucy Loud from the Loud House, Michelangelo, Nigel Thornberry, Oblina, Patrick from SpongeBob, Powder Toast Rick's Man, Castle. <laughs> yeah. Now, now we're just getting old, Dominic. Now you're going to some. Some I used places. to think Inspector Gadget was Nickelodeon. But I didn't know it was an old show. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Ren, Reptar, Sandy, SpongeBob, Stimpy, Toph, to- oh, Toph from uh, Avatar, yeah. the ground lady, and Zim. So, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of room for them to expand that roster if they wanted to. I can't believe how many, I mean, I guess I can. SpongeBob is popular, but like. There are already so many SpongeBob characters in there, and they're just going to add more SpongeBob characters. Six SpongeBob characters is too many characters, Dominic. Not when you have like Clarissa not making an appearance, and of course the joke that everybody makes Mark Summers because you know need to have him in there from Double Dare. So. All right, Dominic, those are our new releases for the week. You got anything else for the people? Nah, nah. Oh, yes. Well, no, I already said it uh, about the console. Um, Let me see. Is there anything else? Uh, I know they're showing a lot of Saints Row stuff. From um, They are showing a lot of Saints Row Game, stuff. Game Informer. Yeah. I saw that on Game Informer. I saw that on a couple websites. A lot of Saints Row stuff. I saw some gameplay. I saw some gameplay of it. I mean, it looks good. Do they have the cover for that for the next month or something? Yeah. Ah, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, I forgot to mention when we got into the Sora stuff, and then I remembered while we were talking about new releases, Kingdom Hearts is also coming to the Nintendo Switch. All of them. But they're coming via cloud streaming, which is, 
I I kind of expected that for the last game for three. Yeah, me too. But the first two sets, I'm a little surprised by, to be honest with you. Because it's HD, it's too much, it's too powerful. Yeah, probably. So, but that is cool that they are finally getting all of the Kingdom Hearts games because even Xbox finally got them, and it's good. Just put them everywhere. All right, Dominic, anything else? Nope, don't think I'm good, man. All right. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. Podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. As links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast with uh, gameplay to relevant games that we talked about that week underneath this audio and of course you can find us on the normal places itunes stitcher google Podcasts, spotify amazon and until next week guys see you later all right see you